Dice, dragons, demons, and a dwarf in the Warhammer worlds. Don't miss our live show on Thursdays, but for now, you've got us on sloppy seconds with our podcast with the Grimdark Gang. It's time once again for Grimdark Live. Hey, welcome to Grimdark Live, weekly webcast for all things Dice, Dragons, Demons, and a Dwarf in the Warhammer Worlds. I'm your host, Patrick, and as always, I got my co-hosts. I got Justin. Chuck's not with us. We're going to get to that little mysterious little matter in a minute. But you know, all the way from the bar, we got the nicest guy in tabletop wargaming, man. We got Randy. Fellas, what do you hear? What do you say? Coming from the, the Freeport Nerd Bunker here, and uh, the only piece of heaven I've got on this planet right now. <laughs> yeah, well, that happened, man. We got to hide away. But you know, hello, Grimdark Goons. Thank you very much for uh, for joining us, and welcome to another Grimdark Live show. And and uh, but, but before we get, we kind of stumbled over our weenies here on the opening of the show, and we got a great guest we're going to be getting to, a returning guy, a Grimdark Goon, a legend here around, right around Grimdark Live. We're going to get to that, but you know, how the hell is everybody? Randy, how you doing, man? Justin, how you guys doing? Doing good. Uh, I, did, I didn't realize that question would stump you guys, so I mean, you guys kind of froze there for a second. I, I, you know? I, I'm, a li- I'm a little tired. It's been a very kind of long week, but other than that, I'm doing good. You're having some like parolee flashbacks or something like that. You're out of prison. I'm having, I'm having, I'm having more than that, but that's okay. <laughs> Randy, look at that nice microphone, yeah. dude. How do you get away with oh, that? Oh, it's you know, you know, having my own funds to you know spend on what I want. There so. you go. Yeah, right. He's yep. not married. He doesn't have the wife problem. That's true. That's true. Yeah, and, and and speaking of that, you know, I'm we're really proud of Chuck tonight. You know, he couldn't be here on the show tonight. He decided to take a night class. He's he's into belly dancing. You know, Randy, that was something you got him into, right? I mean, he you you got him into all that that belly dancing <laughs> stuff, right? <laughs> Yeah, it starts with jazzercise, and then it just moves right into belly dancing. You know, that's right. Yeah, and then uh, we don't want to know what comes after that, but but still. Well, I gotta tell you, is is it the next step, Zumba or something like that, or hot yoga, something? Oh, oh, hot yoga is great. You know, (laughs) nice sweaty mat. Well, you know, as long as it doesn't turn into hot yogurt. (laughs) Oh. All right, moving on. Here, here we go. See what you guys made me do? We were having a perfectly good opening to the show, and you guys kind of stalled out, and I had to wake you back up. Then you got kind of weird on that one. We can't be weird. I can be weird. You guys can't be weird. You got to keep everything. You got to maintain. All right, I'll go level. All right, no, you won't. They don't, don't don't start lying to me now. All right, here we go. So on tonight's show, folks, uh, we're going to have uh, a great show. We're going to be talking Nurgle. You ready for this one? And our thoughts on the future of the Magakin, and moreover, Nurgle itself. You know, I and mean, we got a great guest here tonight, returning here on Grimdark Live. And you know him, you love him, the rock star of Rotman, the Magakin, Maggot Man himself, man, Sean Swarey. Sean, what's up, you buddy? Welcome back to Grimdark Live. Uh, not much has changed. I'm not sure that's a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> no, you still got outstanding bar tabs like all over the place, huh? Uh, all still normal? I'd never give anybody my real name when I go to the bar. <laughs> that's right. And you know, if you notice, folks, he, he's, he's a man of mystery as well as a well a plethora of knowledge of, of Nurgle because he's hiding behind his little uh, Nurgle that's booger so picture. It's it's the only way he can keep his anatomy. So there well, you go. Yeah, and, and and that is just at the sight of him within a hundred yards, you know, women just start ovulating immediately. You know, so and not wearing being able to not wear pants is kinda nice too, know. you know. You look we've stunned Randy. He's not even saying anything. He's like this opening. What what's the matter with you people? Randy, are we moving a little fast for you? You need a drink? 
Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Randy. We got to get out of that 37 minute opening like uh, we had last week. No, we're not going to do that again. That was draining. No, it was a good show. No. That was a lot of fun. But you it know was what? It a good show, but that was a long opening. The good news is everybody knows Sean. Everyone loves Sean. And even, even people that don't like Sean have a mild respect for him in weird ways. And so we don't need a 37 minute to, to get this guy wrapped up and rolling. But Sean, welcome back to Grimdark Live, man. How you doing, sir? Yeah, thanks for saying. Uh, Sir, after that, uh, you're making a scene. Thanks very much. That's they don't hear that that much it, it, anymore. It, it's so. all it's all due to respect, man. You know, it's all due to respect. But you know, here's the thing, Sean. Let's get let's kind of warm up the topic here a little bit. You've got a lot of love for 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 Nurgle. Let's just put it that. Can we just put it? Is, is that a, is that a fair way to put it? Yeah, I mean, you know, I kind of respect the respect him. He loves you. You know, I mean. He's he'll be there for you when you need him. That's you know it. that kind of thing. That's it. You know what? That's uh, that that's Grandpa Nurgle, man. And and now for the obvious reasons. I mean, uh, with our expert guest, folks, you know, re- returning to the show, we're going to be talking about the Magkin of Nurgle because one, their battle tome is one of the oldest, I believe. I think that sucker was came out in 2018. Is is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. The only other one was the, the other older ones are the Legions and Agamers, right? Daughters, I want to say legions, yeah. and or around the same age, daughters, legions, and possibly eels. Yeah. Well, no, I, I think I think well, Magikin were the were, each other? were one of the first of the 2.5 releases or 2.0 releases. I'm sorry, pre 2.5. Anyway, yeah. so we're going to be talking about that. Number one, the reason why we're talking about Nurgle is one because their 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 battle tome is pretty darn old, and number two, you know, seeing the Death Guard recently in 40k getting a lot of love, you know, uh, maybe points to the real potential that Nurgle for Age of Sigmar isn't far behind. You know, what are your thoughts on that, Sean? Do you think we're going to be seeing something here right around the, right around the corner? Hopefully soon. I was hoping uh, we would hear a little bit more. I was hoping for a double Nurgle, so a 40k, so Death Guard and Magikin right. book, right? But that's not happening. I I think they're still on track. For- for it though, I mean, I think they're saving that kind of gubbin kind of stuff for the next Moria, the next Broken Realm book. Right, right. So I think that's where you're going to see it. Well, I was I was expecting it to be the, you know, because they always have a Nurgle, Papa Nurgle with a Christmas hat on him. Oh yeah, hat, if you will. That's right. That's right. So the, I mean, the 40k was supposed to be out December, but logistic right, but, reasons and whatever else. Yeah. But you know their whole line is already is already off kilter just because of COVID as it is. So December is going to be a barren month as it is. What a great time to talk about Nurgle during COVID. I mean, yeah, you know, exactly. Does this not does not fit really well? And we got we got a we got a subtopic in the news we're going to be talking about here a little bit later. Speaking of Nurgle and, and COVID and tying all that good stuff together. But but Sean, let's go back to you here, man. You're our guest. You're a returning guest. You're a grim dark goon. You know you were here right at the beginning, man. So so here and we we've known we've we've known how you played this game. So here it is. You've spent a lot of, I would say, most of your gaming time that I've known you in some adoration of, of your Slaves of Darkness army or whether it be just your Magkin army or something, you always have something Nurgle, you know, involved with it. I think the one time you voided that is when you played your Beastmen. You got away from that playing those Angors. Um, and it's weird for me to not see you with a Nurgle army. I mean, you know, so, so with a large portion of your Warhammer life as an ardent disciple of Nurgle, what was the draw uh, for you to, you know, for, for you in the earliest days as far as, you know, what got you into Nurgle? What was that one thing and said, you know, I like that puss-looking bastard. I'm going to roll some dice for that guy. So basically they were like the one army that had like a way to get feel no pain. Oh. You had back in the day, uh, you could basically play whatever you wanted that had Nurgle key, uh, keywords. So like you play 
Uh, one list I played back in the day it was the Tally. The Tally Band? Tally band. Yeah. The tally, well, the Tally. Uh, uh, I spent so long having. Uh, the Palaquin, yeah. mm-hmm. the Demon on a Palaquin. Right. I, I, I and yeah, yeah. I mean, Randy, you and, spent a good portion of your gaming life playing against this guy, looking across the table at all those damn Nurgle armies. Yeah, that's the reason why all mine are still unpainted in a box. I just borrow Sean's. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> there you go, man. But, but, Sean, I cut you off, man. You, you were talking about what got you into Nurgle in the beginning. Well, all right. So I'm going to go back a few decades, well, a decade and a half or so. Whenever Ace Edition no, came don't, out, no, no, don't go back as far as that. You know, Prison Gaming Relief Program, not that. A little bit, a little bit after that. You know, let's get into like Eighth okay. Edition. Yeah, so Ace Edition. Right. Um, I was trying to figure out what I wanted to play. Uh, Warriors of Chaos book has just come out, and it was a change from the Seventh Edition, where it was take a block of Zinch Chosen and two to three mm-hmm. War Shrines, and just hope to get eleven or twelve. Uh, eleven right. or twelve. I remember those days. Yeah. Um, and then you just go right on through the army with a three plus after save and don't have to worry about what would have been battle shock back then. For those of you who haven't played fantasy rank and uh, flank. Yeah. Rank and flank seventh right. or eighth edition. Yep. So the warriors of cast book just came out. I'm, I think it was Randy and maybe Greg, but I know it was Randy for sure. I'm like, I don't know what I want to do. Cause like Nurgle got, uh, where it was minus one to hit and shooting and, the opponent got minus one weapon skill, which really equated to minus one to hit. Okay, right, right. Because um, back in the day, there was a the the it was on to hit was it was a chart of seven, so you would minus your weapon skill from seven. Yeah. And that's what you needed to hit. Plus right. there are other modifiers, but whatever. And then well, in combat, we are, we are referencing the olden day uh, mechanics of, of eighth edition with with charts and books and all that kind of stuff. You know, you, you lucky Age of Sigmar players uh, didn't have to remember those days. But anyway, I cut you off. Go ahead, Sean. Yeah, no, you're good. <laughs> so basically, you would get minus one to hit the sh- in shooting, and your opponent would be minus one to hit you in combat. That's what it essentially came down to, right? Right. Yep. So I'm like, I don't know. Like, it sounds really, really good. And then Corn uh, would get something called frenzy, which essentially would be plus one attack. Um, right. That's yep. basically it. And then you were immune to certain uh, battle shock until you lost combat, basically. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I don't know what I want. You know, I was trying to figure out what I wanted, where I wanted to go. So I'm like, I go to the bathroom. <laughs> and okay. <laughs> well, I had to. All right, it, so I go to the bathroom. So there the you are, sitting on the throne, dropping a deuce, and I come out <laughs> and, I, and I go sit back down and continue talking. So one of the. Uh, her name was like Christy and she was like, she was like one of the D and D players. So she goes in like she, no one knew I was in there really. So she comes out like, Oh my, she opens up the door and she's like, that is, Oh my God, who was in here? This is like the worst I've ever spelled in my life. And she was a nurse practitioner. So she, (laughs) she found out that you sold your ass to Nurgle first. Well, obviously that was a sign from Nurgle to just play Nurgle. You know, folks, I got to tell you, only Sean <laughs> would have an origin of a gaming story like that. And, you know, that's why I think I respect him so much as a Nurgle player. Because, you know, most people like Justin talks about, I play Cities of Sigmar because I can relate to this. Or I like poofy pants. And, you know, Randy, when you say, what aren't, why did you start playing? He just looks at you and goes, yes. The guy owns everything in GW. <laughs> 
And, he doesn't know, own I, everything. He's missing a few still. Oh, so. they're, they're they're buried somewhere. But all right, so so let's let's keep let's keep it rolling, Sean. You on you you getting into playing Nurgle by dropping a deuce on a toilet and freaking out a nurse has to be the greatest how I started to play an army story I've ever heard. That that is that is that is that is so Nurgle. Okay, it makes sense now, Sean. It makes sense. Like it, it was a sense. sign. It's a sign. Oh, yeah, there's a sign on the door. You know, the toilet is broken forever. Um, so here it is. Uh, you know, I got to tell you too. I mean, I think for me, I've always really liked the lore and the models that that are uh, Nurgle. You know, the, the good old Grampy Stank and uh, all those. Uh, just I just love that whole lore and everything they do with that army. And um, you know, and, and here's the thing. So I'm going to ask you this. Now, it's probably a stupid question, Sean, but Nurgle, is he the best Chaos God? Well, he's probably the best Chaos God because you at least know what you're getting with him. I mean, just look at his face. Like, what other God could have, you know, baby demons going down his belly tongue as like a pull slide and him having a smile on his face? Yeah, you know what? I, I feel your pain there, Justin. I just, you know, a bit, you know, I don't even know how to respond to that. You know, can we go back to that part where you had that epiphany while shitting on the toilet? So basically, I was trying to figure out what I wanted to play, what mark I wanted to play. So I took a break to go to the bathroom. I come out. Someone all starts walking in. They open the door. So, and they just go, oh, my God, this is the worst smell ever. So, so hold on. In my so, life, and I'm a nurse practitioner. And then it, oh. I just said, "Hey, I should just play Nurgle. It's a sign." So, <laughs> okay, okay. You know what? Oh, that is. Oh, Jesus. Okay, so let's try to let's try to pull this cart back on the road here. Randy, thanks for holding it together, man. You're like a stoic as a judge, just watching Justin and I fall out of our chairs. Rand, I, 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 Sean, thank you. For well, that you know, you know, I was there when it happened. So. <laughs> yeah, he was there. <laughs> I think Greg was there too, and maybe Joe. So, uh, so some of Randy, our longtime people we don't. So, Randy, you witnessed the ass plague that was Sean that that caused a nurse to recoil in shock and agony. You know, Sean's the reason why I had to buy a power plunger for my house. You know, Come also on. he had to rot his uh, t- toilet one time. So, wow. <laughs> you know. There, there, I, I have a certain amount of respect for you, Sean, in a weird way. I, know, I can't quite put my – I don't want to put my finger on it at all, but I'm, I'm going to try to think about I what that is. I prefer you not to. No, no, I won't, I won't do that. I won't do that. Justin is ready to quit the show now. He's not sure what he's doing anymore. All right, so so let's um, let's keep it let's, – Let's get let's keep let's keep it rolling here. Let's pull pull this let's pull this jalopy back on the road. All right, but Sean, here you go. So let's let's think about this before we get into the news and our and our next topic, which is you know the greater good of Nurgle and the origin of your ass bomb story. Uh, so, uh, what is your current thoughts on where the Magakin are as an army in Age of Sigmar recently? I mean, are are they or would they still be considered competitive if you were to put them out on the table right now against any one of the armies that are out there? I don't know if I would consider them competitive. Okay. Uh, I think they can maybe do a three and two. Okay. And yeah, I'd go there too. I'd okay. agree with that. All right. Okay. And, and we're going to get into that. I mean, we're going to get into what we, you know, obviously on tonight's show, the future of what we think Magikin and Nurgle are. And, and each one of us are going to kind of cherry pick, you know, our thoughts of what we like to see Nurgle, uh, what we can do for Nurgle right now until they come out with Age of Sigmar 3.0, because I personally believe that they're going to be out 
uh, in 3.0 was one of the first books because I'm, you know, one, one, you know, I can't, I can't really sift through all the beer hops and bong resin in my, in my brain right now, but I think somewhere in that, in that area, I think there were first or second book that come out in 2018, you know, somewhere in that age of Sigmar 2.0. But, um, and I think I'm right on that, but, uh, but good stuff, you know, and, and we're going to have, uh, we're going to have more on that coming up here a little bit later. So, all right, folks, sit back and relax because, you know, you're in obviously for a, for a treat. If the, if the ass, you know, bomb toilet story didn't, you know, prove anything of what, what we're in for on tonight's show. Uh, we are going to be stirring the pus with our, uh, with our awesome guest, Sean, and, and uh, get his thoughts on, on where Nurgle and the Magakin may be going in the near future with Age of Sigmar 3.0. And also, uh, please leave your thoughts uh, on the comments, you know, in, in the comment section of the show below, as far as, you know, what we'd like to hear, or what you'd like to hear or see come up with, uh, with Nurgle, uh, and, and where you'd hope the army goes in the future and any comments you may or may not have on Sean's irregular and explosive bowel movements, you know, anything, as a matter of fact, I'll tell you what, I'm going to put this out there to the listener that can write in the, 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 the comments of this particular show to the one that makes the best story a fiction, a fictitious story, but a little bit of truth in there on Sean and his his unreal Nurgle bomb ass and what that would do to the world. You're gonna get, you're gonna get a special present from Grimdark Live. You know. What, well, what there was uh, there's something that has me beat, and uh, this <laughs> is something that's been told before. Uh, I'm more of just a pure stank. Uh, no. There was somebody no. who. No. Hang on. No, it's not as bad as you think. I'm sure you guys heard it once before <laughs> while we were eating, maybe. Oh, God. <laughs> so there was this one person. I'm not going to say their name, but uh, they were also there, probably there when I had the epiphany of to play Nurgle. Well, this was many, many years ago. I was maybe 15, 16, maybe. Well, some, the person goes to the bathroom and gets it on the ceiling. What were they standing on their head? What do you mean? They 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 defied well, gravity. I wasn't watching, but it was on the ceiling. Okay, well look, that's that's more like slant ash. That's excess thing. You still hold the title of ass nurgle or nurgle ass, right? Right, Randy? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. So so here yeah. it is, folks. Whoever can leave the best story before before next week's show, whoever can leave the best story of Sean and his nurgle ass. In the comments, you're going to win something special here from Grimdark Live. So, so let us know what you can come up with that. And uh, but here we go, guys. For everyone joining us tonight, thanks for listening and, and um, thanks for being with us here on tonight's show. And if you like our show, uh, please don't forget to give our channel a like or subscribe if you haven't already done so. But here we go, guys. We're going to do a little peek behind the curtain as we always do. We're going to give everyone uh, the question of the day ahead of time. So, you know, keep your um, keep your answers to yourself until we ask for that towards the the latter part of the show, and uh, we can all share in each other's answers. And, and and I'm telling you, don't don't give the answer away too soon because you know you don't want to have Sean come over and use your bathroom. You know, C. The answer is C. You know, you don't, um, you know, you remember what, what, what Justin was going to do to your toilet, you know, with the, you know, with the, with the crap, with the gargan crapper. What was that with the, the crapper smasher, right, Justin? That crapper, was it, right? Crapper smasher. Imagine I what these. Can, I, I guarantee you, your toilets are not rated for Sean. Yeah. And I can, could you imagine what these two gentlemen will do if you just happen to utter the answer of the question of the day before we're ready to do so? Don't do it, man. I'm telling you, you know, nurgle ass and the crapper smasher all over you. Don't do it. All right, here we go. Here's question of the day. Will the upcoming FAQ and the points changes herald in a new meta, or will it be an unimpressive addendum until the June FAQ? That's our question of the day coming up later here on Grimdark Live. Stick around.
Hey, you Grimdark goons, thank you all so much for listening to our Grimdark Live podcast. If you're new to the Grimdark Live experience or new to our podcast and like what you hear, please follow this podcast and pass us along to your friends. Let us know what you think about Grimdark Live in the show's comment sections, and let us know just how we're doing. Also, don't forget to catch us live on Thursdays. And if that isn't enough for you, check out our website at www.grimdarklive.com. That's grimdarklive.com. Anyway, thanks for listening, following, and just being awesome. Hey gang, today's news is brought to you by Six Squared Studios. Yep, an awesome company for all your gaming and hobby needs. Six Squared Studios. I'll say it again. Six Squared Studios. Six Squared Studios are the real terrain nerds you all need to be getting your terrain from. Get your commercial laser-cut MDF bases, silicone molds for resin prints, game and hobby accessories like 15 to 28 millimeter terrain, 15 to 28 millimeter figures, and 15 to 28 millimeter vehicles, and a lot more. So get your nerd on with Six Squared Studios. Check them out at sixsquaredstudios.ca. Again, that's 6-squaredstudios.ca. Six Squared Studios, where tabletop terrain is made by gamers for gamers. Just like their saying goes, gaming accessories made by gamers for gamers. Six Squared Studios. Are you guys ready? We got a bunch of uh, new stuff we got to get through tonight on the show. We got a bunch of these advent calendars that we are going to be uh, <coughs> we are going to be talking about. So uh, let, let's get into this. We're going to start with the uh, with the first one here. And this Twenty-four one, days of clubbing. Yeah, well, that, that's pretty much what it feels like. That's pretty much what it feels like. But here it is, man. We got the twenty-four days of the of the Warhammer sneak peeks, and we got uh, four or five of them to go through tonight. I don't know. We're, we're going to get we're going to get through all of them. But here it is, man. Advent Rumor Engine uh, from December seventh. So we're going to start all the way back on on Monday. And, and, and guys, with this one, I'm still sticking with forty k on this one. Probably wrong, but. Um, but I get some inquisitorial vibes uh, from from the overall form of this one. Gang, yeah. I'm throwing it to you. What do you think? What the hell is no, this? No, yeah, it's inquisitorial. I mean, it's it, it's too, it's too clean. It's it's too much like a Sisters of Battle or something from the Inqu- in- Inquisition. It's the probably Inquisition. a it's probably a battle pilgrim. Right, right. All of a sudden, I, I thought of Mel Brooks in in the uh, the history of the world, the Inquisition. Anyone haven't seen that part, you got to watch it. All right. <laughs> so, Inquisitor, Randy, what do you think, man? Yeah, if it wasn't in shape of a, an eye or whatever, I would I would think. Like the middle is like a, a sun looking thing, which, you know, could be a croxigor or something like uh yeah. lizardman related or whatever. Could but like too. with the, but with the iron in shape of an eye, I would think definitely Inquisitor related. Yeah. Well you got the hand right at the bottom of that hilt too, so it's not a very long staff. That's that's yeah. one of the hands right there. Yeah. Or so. or the power pack, you know, it's one of the two. Right. Yeah. Uh yeah. Iron Jaws uh says it's a Croxigor club. Yeah, you know that 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 an iron jawed rat bastard would probably think that you know you know what it might be no you know what I, I I would love it to be I would love that to be, uh, something that has to do with Seraphon and Croxagor. I would yeah. love it, but you know the what? underworld so, the so, underworld so, team get a Croxagor and Skinks. Yeah. So coming to you soon, the Imperial Seraphon. <laughs> <laughs> no, you I know mean, what? And I could see, I could see where 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 Iron Jaw would say that. I really do. I could see that completely well, where he would say I mean, that. But it, it, I, me, I, I understand where he might be coming from, but it, no, 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 it, you you don't you don't understand where he's coming from. Many of us don't understand where that man is. coming I can from. understand where he's he's coming he's from, come from places that, that would scare many we, many people. 
Warcry has the upcoming release for Seraphon on their schedule. We okay. know that's on their schedule, but that is not Seraphon. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I, well, like I said, it, 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 you know, I would like it to be Age of Sigmar, but I can tell you right now, it's not. It, it, it's not. It, that that's that's 40k. Unfortunately, you know, that's so. Right. That's kind of. I mean, Sean, do you agree? I think it's going to be something for Necromunda. Okay. Well, like, yeah. An Inquisitor right. kind of thing, maybe, like, like or some kind of Inquisitor warband. Yeah. Okay. Or it could also be maybe um it's forty k something to do with uh, Inquisitor, uh, maybe Sisters of Battle at Death of Serratus, or maybe something even uh, Great Knight ish like a new uh, Primus Great Knight, yeah. a Great Knight uh, you, 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 Lord whatever. You know what just kind of struck me here a little bit with all this what? is a lot of these seem to be tying together, and I mean there are some there are some AOS in here, but a lot of these are tying together i wonder if they're gonna be if they're branching into a uh what what is it um the card version of the aos game i'm drawing the blank beast grave sorry and that thing if they're doing a 40k variant of it and this is all related and this is their starter box for a 40k variant of that game well, I, you know, I, I wasn't quite on that same wavelength as you, Justin, but I thought maybe it was something like that. But I, I think they're going to stick more of their mainframe. I don't th- or main main uh, main platforms because, um, but but possibly. But I, I you know, um, but but you it's think just, you think it, it's more it, for Necromunda. You think it's going to be more of a box game type thing. I do. I think that a lot of this is combined, and we're seeing because they've been dropping a lot of like just random stuff into boxes really quick. And I mean, we have scenery pieces in this list. We have new models in this list that don't have any bearing on what we're truthfully have been seeing anywhere. And usually that links into them being a box game sure, or something of that manner. I yep. mean, it just kind of dawned on me, but that's where this might be going. All right. All right. Well, we'll have to. We, we will definitely see. I'm sticking with 40k and some kind of an, an inquisitor or whatever. But here it is, man. These boots are made for walking, man. We got this one, and uh, yeah, it's just a freaking boot for this. this. Is for the December 8th uh, uh, advent. I mean, you know, here's the thing. Okay, it's a boot, but a few things do stand out to me when I'm looking at this picture right here. Mostly the, the small skull in front. If you guys can see that, that looks as mm-hmm. if it's used to be, you know, coated with paint, and and that paint was. I don't know, brushed off or, or, or wiped off by frequent use, you know, worn down. And I guess the same goes for the edge of the armor itself. It looks like the entire plate part that's there was was maybe at one time coated or painted or decorated at some, you know, you know, once. And uh, through use or maybe old age, it, you know, sheared all the, the paint and the gloss off, maybe something like that. And, and you can also see that the edges aren't fully like a like bright metal where... Uh, the the small plate that's there covering the the, the foot meets the the shin plate, so mm-hmm. you know I, I I'm going to kind of stick with this one here too that I think this is also uh, 40k ish something. What do you guys think? This one kind of threw me a little bit. I think this is AOS. You do. It's more of a leather garbed armor. I'm almost thinking this might be a revamp or an update to the Marauders. Oh, I would love it if they got rid of those 80s wrestlers-looking Marauder. I would totally love that. And you leave the Hawk Hogan, Ran- they, they, all, they all look like Randy and Savage. That's what they all look Randy like. Randy yeah. Savage. Yeah, you leave them alone, okay? Because I mean, that, no. that's, predominantly, that's predominantly a leather boot with, mm. with trim plating on it and things of that matter. 
I mean, it's like it has a steel toe too. Like right, it's a medium. Yeah. It's a, it's a yeah. medium. Yeah. It's a medium weight boot. So that's that's where I'm getting my AOS vibe from this, and this is more of a chaos like Marauder or light infantry. It could be like a guardsman or something for 40k. I don't think so. Their legs aren't designed like that. Yeah. All right. I, I painted mean, a, it, I painted enough guardsmen on both sides to know that they don't have legs like that. It kind of reminds me of Sisters of Battle because if you look at where the toe starts, it looks more too, squared. But, it, but it's too boxy for that. I was going to say that it's maybe the chaos. Maybe stuff maybe really the Sisters boxy. of Battle are wearing Warhammer Uggs. All right, maybe. that was a really stupid joke. All right, forget it. <laughs> I mean, it, it, the I guess the shin cover it does look kind of ornate. Yeah. Uh, I mean, but I don't know. I mean, I, you know what? It could be something Slanesh too, for Sigmar. That's that's so what I I'm want thinking. to say is something like Sisters of Battle. You know what? I, I want to go back to the Marauder thing. I think that one might be kind of close. Yeah, I, I think it's I think it's in that medium medium troop level, and it's it's definitely chaosy of some type. Sisters of Battles have pointed teeth. Pointed teeth. Um, pointed pointed uh, what? Pointed, I was going to say pointed teeth, but yeah. hey, that's whatever. They're, they're, they're more pointed feet. They're not clubbed <laughs> off of the end and boxy like that. Usually you see that design on more of the chaos stuff than you do anything else. Right, right. So that pointed teeth, that would be more of the slanesh, right? Yes, yes. Hey, Sean, remember this one? Claw tit. All right, that was an old one. I just had to wake Sean up. <sighs> we're, we're, we're seeing nipple blades again, so there you go. There we go. All right, moving on. Here's our here's our next one from the night. Randy, you got anything to say about this boot, or, or are you completely done with that topic? I'll boot it out the door. <laughs> All right. So here's the next one. So we got we got December 9th, and this one, this one, I, I think I think if you listen real closely here, guys, you're gonna hear you're gonna literally hear Iron Jaws screaming from where he is right now, uh, and that's hard to do in a jail cell. But you, but I think I think here it is. This might be a flask for one of those rumored vampires. That's where I'm going with this one right here. It's got a it's got a look like one of those old timey you know like taverna bottles. And I got a feeling that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Gang, what do yeah, you think? Definitely agree with you. It's it's a it's it's got the same chain design and all that piratey aesthetic of something that's hanging in the cabin. And you send the little cabin boy over there to get the bottle of blood, you know, so you can power up before you go into battle. Yep. All right. So that that's Sean, Randy. What is this, man? What do you guys think it is? Oh, uh, Randy, go ahead first. It looks like a bottle to me, you know, with a cork, <laughs> and uh, you know, it, you know, it's got, it's got, you know, some attached to some type of hinge. That could be a hammer, you know, with a flat end and a pointed, but like, you, know, you never know. Randy, it's Randy's, actually, uh, it's actually the uh, vaccine for COVID. Randy's looking at it like it looks like a bottle to me. Wow. I just polished one of those off the other night. <laughs> the cork, right? That doesn't make sense. Cracking yeah. uh, rum, right? There you yeah, go. Exactly. There you go. Yeah, I, th- I think that's going to be for the vampires. And if you listen real closely off in the distance, I think you can hear Iron Jaws screaming right now. So, all right, we got our last I one. I think it's going to be, uh, honestly, I think it might be Goblin Pirates because that makes more sense. You know, I am so happy you just said that, Sean, because do you remember before all this vampire silliness crap got kept going on when, you know, the second, the second I guess, life was was breathed into the Karaj and Overlords, everyone started that, or you saw it on the boards, I don't know who everybody really is, but that rumor about Goblin Pirates started, I, I honestly, be, between you, me, and the lamppost and everyone else listening, 
I kind of like that better than vampires. I'd like to see goblins flying around with like, you know, I saw a great thing on, on the boards. Somebody did a kit bash of squigs that were all puffed up. Like they were filled up with like gas or something like that on mm-hmm. ropes and a bunch of goblins, like in like a, like a dinghy boat flying around. And I was like, that would be a perfect army. You know, squigs that are all puffed up, like filled with gas, like floating around. Right. You know, I don't know. I would. I. I. I hope you're right. I just just for the fact that I'd love to see goblin pirates. Well, I think goblin pirates would be better than space. You know, what, or, it, sorry, it, uh, boat pirate uh, pirate vampires. I, you know what? It would fit the. It would. It would kind of bring a new twist to the old lore, right? I mean, the dwarves and the goblins always fighting. You know, under the underground mm-hmm. in the mountains and all that kind of stuff. Blah blah blah. So. I think um, I think it would kind of fit, you know, the lore and then give it a little bit of a twist. I think. Well, you have another rumor engine on here that has that exact same styling to it, which has got the hand on it. Oh well, don't looks... don't come on. Do you, we're not there hey, yet, Justin. I'm tying in here about keeping the show moving. All right, here we go. Let's let's get to the next one here. Then then then, then here's what it is. Here's what Justin was talking <laughs> about. This is a trebuchet. No, um, you know what? This thing to me, honestly, now now that Justin said that and completely, you know, smashed Sean and mine's dreams of goblin pirates. Uh, I didn't have a German Goblin Pirates. I this, just think it would be cool. This, I don't really this, care either way. This, to me, honestly, though, Justin, you're right, though, dude. This is screaming vampire to me. I mean, I'm, no, I'm really is. getting the vampire pirate or vampiric overlord with zombie minion type thing army going here. I mean, I mean, those two parts are really needed in death, I think. But I think I think that's what it is. I'm looking at this picture right here, and that's that, actually that, what it is. That thing is screaming, screaming trebuchet or catapult or, hell, even heavy-ass ballista yeah and you know yeah, i mean that, right. that thing is definitely screaming some kind of ranged weapon that that yeah. death needs horribly uh, how about do. a plague catapult for nurgle like or a plague ballista we're, we're not there yet sean that's later in the show you gotta you gotta let this you gotta let it <laughs> you gotta let the, the, the pot stew a little bit man the, pro- the, problem, the problem with, with the problem with is that there it's not it's too clean for that sean there would be more pustulance or something in there i mean you have plate catapults and skaven and we saw how run down those are but that's so, skaven like i I know. I know but again it's you know this this just kind of it's fitting the aesthetic of all of the the rapiers and all the other stuff we've seen for the vamp for these vampires for mm-hmm. for yeah you know it, and all that twisted metal, all that hand beaten metal, everything it's it has that same aesthetic across the board and it, it's there's too much to, to to just dismiss it. Yeah, you know what, Justin, I'm gonna go back to what you know, to the to looking at the bottle that we just saw here a minute ago. You know, I, I think that the the club with the nails and the pitchfork, like the thing, uh, you know, I think it all belongs together. I think possibly the I almost um, think that bottle's the one that's hanging on the bottom of this piece. Yeah, I, I, think, I think the I think the Christmas tree arrow looking thing that's on there, whatever the hell that thing is, um, you know, uh, I, I think that's part of it too. I, I think you know, to me, it's it's uh, hopefully it's a full AOS army and and not just a a war band for Underworlds or Warcry. So right. I, I'd like to I'd like to see something like that happen because I think I think lately every time you know uh, GW is like, hey, fantasy war, you know, Age of Sigmar is like Warcry, and, and I, I'd like to see them uh, actually kind of get into. Get into a, a more of an army, I think. Well, I, I think we're, I think we're not to say that we're due an army, but I think we kind of are. We're due something new. Yeah, you know, and, and- we, we we're we're getting the same old same old runaround, and it's okay. Here's the rehashes of this. Here's the rehashes of that. But we're not getting anything new, which in per se would bring 
people back or keep people interested? Well, I, I think um, I think I think we're going to talk about that tonight, right? With the, with the Nurgle, we're going to be getting yep. into that. So let, let's keep it rolling. I know that we got to go into a, a great ally of Nurgle now, and that's uh, that's Slanesh. And um, a couple of things that were leaked here on the news, and that were the Slanesh uh, Sybarites, if I'm saying that right. Um, this was uh, this was leaked back on Tuesday of this week, I believe, and and. It's uh, it's an updated photo of the Slanish Sybarites from the Warcry Chaos Grand Alliance. This is the one we talked about a couple of shows ago, where they were actually coming out with the uh, the actual like battle tomes, like the books for the Warcry units. Mm-hmm. And it looks like there's still a page worth of stuff missing, maybe in this little leak. You know, considering all the um, uh, Randy, you know this better. Than what are, what are the what are the units? They the um, the the, the Myrmidish and the uh, the Sybarish or something like that. Those two troopers, I can't remember their names offhand, but it looks like those I, I, are still missing. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, I just. <laughs> I, yeah. I'm just waiting for the full release. I, yeah, I can't. So. I can't remember it either. But overall, I think we're going to probably get four new unit kits. I think you know, obviously, one of my favorite is that Slangor. I mean, how about that, Sean? Huh? Uh, we got the the Bliss Barb Archers. Um, what looks like to be a dual kit uh, for the Bliss Barb uh, Seekers. Uh, and the uh, and the I think they're the Slick Blades or something like that. I don't I don't remember their their name yep. off the top of my head. And yeah, the, the Blitzbarb Archers, Blitzbarb Seekers, the Slickblade Seekers, that's and it. the Slinglord Fiendbloods. Yep, what Justin said. That's it. And I think there's also going to be a dual kit for the um, uh, for that warrior that we already know about. Uh, plus the, um, the the Shard Speaker. That was that um, that wizard, uh, that the standalone mm-hmm. Lord of Pain. I think, or, or was it? Or either one. I don't remember who he was now. And, and Fulgrim. Uh, yeah, that's right. Fulgrim was the uh, was the standalone Lord of Pain guy. And the, right. the, the Shard Speaker was the um, uh, the wizard. Right. And right. That, that leaves the possibility of maybe some terrain, endless spells, monsters, maybe some named characters I'd like to see coming down the pike. What do you guys well, think? Well, you're... The thing is, we're seeing this release for Warcry, and we knew we knew this was coming. We knew they were going to get updated rules and all this stuff to put them into Warcry. We haven't seen anything pointing to where they're coming in at AOS, except for kind of on the community pages, they're they're calling them meet the new Slanesh Hedonites. So that makes me think they're going to be part of the Broken Realms book two, and that's where we're going to see them as the AOS push. All right. All right. Yeah, I, I like that. Uh, possibly. I mean, Sean, what do you think? I'm just hoping uh, those are a lot of those are just straight up units, not just a unit you can use from like Warcry, like the Warcry band and like the uh, Underworld the War band. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, they initially will be and then they'll do they'll branch them out or something well, in that manner. Well, what I'm hoping is like they actually have a unit like you know, like say Slangors, come on, right? Love them. Oh yeah, something. Love them. Um, I'm I'm just hoping that the stuff that comes out for Warcry, obviously, it'll be it'll probably be like in a Warcry box or another starter set, maybe. Like that stuff will be in there, but I'm hoping that it gets a full unit box for okay. Sigmar. All right. So like for each each of those units have like you know five or ten guys depending on whatever. How big they are. The slang gourds do look a little bit bigger, but maybe it's just because of the way they, you know, the angle of the photograph. Be, 
Right. Yeah. Are they going to be right. on thirty twos or gonna, are they going to be on like? No, 40s I, th- or I think they're going to be thirty twos. I think I think they're going to be on thirty twos. I think that's what the slongors are going to be. Yeah. yeah. I think we're going to see this as like the sixty dollar Warcry box that usually has about twelve to fifteen models in it. You'll probably get two or three copies of each of the the little subset characters and maybe one or two of the slangor. Yeah. Yeah. But and then that'll have its own AOS battle tome that'll carry them in as that unit. And then once they do the FAQ or the release of the new book for Hedonites, which is probably just going to be an upgrade book like they did with Marathi. And then you'll see them actually have individual point tallies to where you can put more of them, but you probably won't see unit boxes of them until third edition. Okay. All right. Well, we'll have to see, man. I, I like what I like what they're doing with Slanesh overall. I mean, I like the fact that they're they're making a more of a push towards uh, mortals. I think that's going to be kind of a kind of a cool thing. But we got two more things or three more things actually to go through, and pretty pretty quick before we wrap up the news and get into our awesome topic of Nurgle. Um, and, and maybe Sean will tell you his his origin story again. That's a good one. Oh, All right. Uh, if, you, if you missed that one, go back to the beginning. Listen to it. You're, Cliff you're, notes. You're, you're I take a bathroom. It's pretty bad. Yeah, and 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 freaked out a nurse. All right, here we go. A so, nurse practitioner. Well, same difference, you know. No, All right, here we the go. difference in a nurse practitioner. <laughs> that's okay, another that's show. Fun. All right, so <laughs> we're going to move on here. We got Adepticon 2021 is kaput. Done. Mm-hmm. On December 4th, which was last Friday after our show, Adepticon made a statement that uh, for the second year in a row, this tournament is not happening. Um, Nurgle's very own COVID, man, it continues to plague across the world. And, and for the second year in a row, uh, it, it, it sent Adepticon into the crapper of what could have been. And, uh, and, and that's pretty much what it was. I know that, um, Adepticon staff, uh, they sent out a statement released by Adepticon, uh, on that Friday that said, and I quote, like Americans across the country, we are optimistic that brighter days are coming, but the fluidity of the situation does not allow for the firm commitments required to see Adepticon realized in a way that we've all come to expect. So I just want to throw this out there real quick to you three to see and everyone else that might be listening on the um, on the boards and let us know what you think. Uh, leave a comment. Do you guys think it'll be, for, I got two questions for you, yes or no. Do you think it'll be postponed or completely canceled in 2021? What do we think? It's going to be completely canceled. Okay. Justin says canceled. Randy? Yeah. The the wording of them, you know, I think they're just going to push it back to the next year. Yeah. Okay. All right. Sean? Well, I would say uh, I'll just start, have my own Adepticon with hookers and blackjack and forget the blackjack, but uh, it'll be canceled. Yeah. I don't think it's going to. Yeah. Same yeah. thing with Gen Con. I don't think Gen Con is going to happen either. Well, and okay, Although, th- th- this leads into my next point then, Sean. Uh, and you're right. I mean, Adepticon aside, right, or, or Gen Con, let's look at all of them as a whole. And, and yeah. let's think about tournaments in general. Uh, GTs, major GTs, RTTs. Let's look at tournaments in general. Will this whole COVID, you know, whether COVID gets cured or, you know, the politicians wipe it away or the doctors cure it, whatever happens – Will this change the way tournaments are done in the future? I mean, what do you guys think real quick? I mean, you know, uh, let, let, I mean, tournaments were already kind of ostracized with certain hotels anyways. They already had trouble. Now, what do you think? Do you think this will change the face of tournaments moving forward? What do you think? Oh, Sean? Go or, ahead. Or, yeah. 
go ahead. Uh, we'll, Justin, go ahead, uh, man. What do you Justin, think? Justin, go ahead. Yeah. I, I, I definitely think we're going to see a change to our tournament cycles. And that's just because of a, the lots of multitudes of reasons. One, it's going to be more expensive for us to do these tournaments in terms of the committees and the groups that run them. Um, we're hearing talks and things like you would have insurance increases and things of that matter, uh, smaller capacity limitations. You know, you probably would end up having it where transferring, you would have, you would sign up for your tournament and your ticket price normally say would be $85, but then you're going to get a 20% surcharge because of the insurance increase. And then you're looking at, okay, well you signed up for this tournament and your badge only allows you access to hall a, and nowhere else right and maybe or maybe hall a and the vendor hall and that's it and you can't crossbreed anywhere else you can't walk anywhere else unless right. you pay so for you, access you think you can see you could see the tournaments being real compressed more you know Compre compressed shrunk, shrunk in section Okay. Yeah, bad, bad, only, only events, no outside people. Right. You know, that would really kill the vendor halls, which is where they make right. a lot of their right. money. You, like, you know, you know, yeah. So, and, Randy, and, then, and you're going to have a price tag on every portion of where you would want to go in that right. in that particular. So, so Randy, kind term. of expand on your point there. You're making a good point about you know, kind of, kind of the the the. You know, I, I hear Justin making the point about the immediate effect on what, what this could mean for tournaments in general, not just Adepticon. But you were kind of talking more about the the, 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 the uh, behind-the-wall situations. Let's hear that. Yeah, so, like, you know, the, you know, most of most of the money comes from vendors and everything. And, you know, well, you don't need a badge to just go into the vendor hall. You know, you may need it for, like, you know, free access to the Forge World booth or whatever, stand in line or whatnot. But, like, you know... The, the majority of, of, of their, their money is vendors paying for, for floor space to sell to the randoms that come in the door or whatever. And then, right. you know, them being like, uh, like a COVID committee wanting, wanting them to basically lock down like the ins and outs of people coming in and, you know, six foot, you know, access or whatever, is just going to really, you know, kill the, kill their, their, their profit margin. Cause they, they need right. to pay for the, the, the convention hall. Sure. But it comes down to, and they, you know, they need yeah. the, there's a there's a cost. You need, you need yeah. A base. yeah, there's a base for all of it. Yeah, so yeah. I, I think I think that the next the shift will be like for the next year to about a year and a half is just multiple small tournaments of like just, just you think like, they uh, go back Forces to the stores Day, like like Armed Forces Day, you know, yeah. you know, thirty, you know, twenty to to forty people most it. Okay. You know, various areas and whatever. I agree with that. Sean, what do you think? I mean, will this, you know, will this will this affect tournaments moving forward, you think? I think it will. I think you might have a few like maybe two day thirty two player turnout right. kind of thing, Max. Yeah. Um, I also think there might be more tabletop simulator tournaments. Okay. Um Maybe those might be a little bit larger. Now those could be kind of rough. Maybe I mean, you know, just because uh, you have to have people stream, and then you know, someone have to like wash the game, up, uh, you know, right. like a judge if there's any calls, you know, you know, people need a judge to come over. Um, yeah, but, I, I could see where a lot of the, the the actual you know side you know the adoration points of the game could could be affected by that. But all right, so that's kind of what I wanted to bring up. I didn't really want to hash on that too much. I mean, it sucks that right. you know Adepticon is doing this and these other tournaments. I mean, it is the right call to make. That's no doubt about it. But well, I don't um, hold that against them at all. No, no, I don't either. But let, let's go ahead and wrap up the news here, so we can get onto our Nurgle point here. But but Randy, you got something you wanted to bring up uh, in the news? Yeah. So I start. I made my first. Uh... Uh, Anvil of Apotheosis video. Nice. It's about 
uh, battle standard bears starting off. You know, a bunch of armies had them, and now you know, box in the shelf. And you know, I started with a very basic uh, grot one, so you know, that's they, they have the most leadership problems. So just how to basically set up a, an 18 inch, you know, plus three leadership bubble, and you know, for a, you know. Cheap, cheap little little character or whatever. I, I love it. I love the fact there, there that Randy, you, go. you know, we can always depend then, on you to bring back an anvil of apotheosis. Yeah, and then, uh, yeah. So, uh, well, I'll be then going further into uh, uh, future episodes of, of just, you know, randomly taking old uh, special characters, outdated models, and, you know, just giving them rules and, you know, seeing, seeing how they are. Anywhere, uh, custom builds, you know. That'd be interesting uh, to see you come up with a uh, rank and flank or not not rank and flank, but rank and file type of trooper off of, off the anvil of apotheosis mm-hmm. that low point cost, but could be converted into say a two hundred point five man unit or something that all has the center the same rule across the, the board. You know? <laughs> that'd be kind of yeah. cool. That'd be very yeah. Cool. So, yeah, so like the like one of those examples would be the uh, the the high elf like. Uh, uh, Eternal Guard, or oh, yeah, okay, or yeah. The, the the Queen, the Queen's Guard, or whatever, uh, the High Elf ones. Sure. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Ever, 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 ever chosen, or not ever? No, the ever Queen, ever Queen. Yeah, I just can't remember her name. Or Alaria, that one. No, or, the, the, no, the 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 maidens or whatever. I got you. Right, right. Moving on. Yeah. Well, good stuff, dude. So when when is that video going to drop? Uh, it's going to drop after the show. You know, it, it was set to premiere, so cool. you'll see it tomorrow. So. All right, awesome, awesome. So everyone definitely be looking out for that, man. Those those uh, those take ones, those things that Randy puts out are, are pretty freaking awesome. So uh, and and you know and not, and 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 Justin, not to forget, I know you have something you wanted to bring up too. Kind of a it's kind of a it's kind of a rip off of of fantasy, but it's more forty k. What what did you want to talk about real quick? Well, I know I noticed today because I've been I've been putzing around on steam and places of that for quite a few days now, just kind of looking for some games and stuff to do on the side or to listen to while I'm, you know, painting commissions and whatever. And I noticed that they have a 40 K variant of Vermintide coming called dark tide. And it's got like, you play an ogre or you play an inquisitor, things of that matter. So it's got the same kind of basic mechanic as Vermintide where you're running around, you know, an imperialist city wiping out chaos and wiping out the, the baddies that are coming at you and, you know, first person perspective. So nice. it might be interesting. It is in the 40 K genre. So if that's your, if that's your stick, then, Hey, there you go. Nice. Very cool. Well, that's it, fellas. That is the news and folks uh, stick around because we're going to be right back with our awesome guest, Sean, he's back with us and he's going to be talking about Nurgle and we're going to be talking specifically about the future of the Magakin of Nurgle and uh, kind of what we'd like to see with that army. So we'll be right back and, and you never know, you might get a, a second helping of Sean's ass story. Oh, boy. A public service announcement brought to you by Frag Factory 3D Printing. Many of us have thousands of dollars in miniatures, yet we play on flat tables with books and overturned Tupperware to act as our fantasy and sci-fi landscapes. We've all drooled over the tables we see in magazines lush with beautifully created terrain from all genres. The crew at Frag Factory 3D Printing want to wipe that drool from your chin and put it firmly on your friends and fellow gamers when they see your setup. Alien landscapes, desert wastelands, futuristic cities, fantasy outposts, elven forests, demonic stronghold, and so much more. Find out what you've been missing by checking us out on Facebook at Frag Factory 3D Printing or send us an email at fragfactory3dprinting at gmail.com. Bring your own files or we will help you find what you've been searching for. 
Take your gaming to the next level with Frag Factory 3D Printing. We print life into your games. Tell them Grimdark Live sent you, and your first hour of printing is free. Hey gang, in all seriousness, get your terrain on the table and get it with Frag Factory 3D Printing. And remember, tell them Grimdark Live sent you, and they'll give you one hour free. You can get them via email at fragfactory3dprinting at gmail.com or their Facebook page, Frag Factory 3D Printing. Frag Factory 3D Printing. Printing life into your games. Nurgle, we are back, man. We got a, we got a topic for you guys tonight, man. So, Sean, one more time, real quickly, uh, before we get going on this topic here on the show, um, where do you think the Magakin of Nurgle um, I guess as they are now stands presently in the game of Age of Sigmar. As in now. Yeah, as in right now. Very right now. Age of like Sigmar right two point five. This very moment. Yes. Not soon, not before, but now. Right now. How do you think they stand? All right. Well, I think they're a three two, maybe four one if you get lucky, if you go to like a two day tournament, you know, five round tournament. Okay. Um Basically, like in 2.0, they could easily go 4 1. Okay. Because, you know, they were, they were like one of the first. Yeah. Um, you know, you, they, they're actually, they were actually kind of fast because you could have a great and clean one and you could get the bell, or sorry, the, the treat with a great and clean one with the bell and the wheel to give you plus two movement. Right. And you could run and charge if you were within seven inches of a Nurgle tree. Yes. So, I mean, and the Blackings got, like, plus one the charge, run and charge, if you had the uh, musician, basically. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, they, they could be pretty quick. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, like, and you also had some, uh, well, you still do. You have some uh, shenanigans where you could take uh, a unit of Blight Kings and a hero and, the you know, uh, outflank or deep strike or, you know, appear behind the enemy. You know, All right, so like so they had some certain things. I think what I'm hearing you say, though, I mean, is it safe to say then, based off what you're saying right now, and, and you know, we just even had, uh, you know, Iron Jaws, you know, you know, chime in, you know, and we said this earlier that we think at best they're probably going to be a three and two army as they stand right now, which is actually pretty good considering they were probably the first or second book in 2018. They don't have any endless spells. You know, uh, their book is severely outdated. But is it safe to say, Sean, that that the Magikin of Nurgle at this point are in dire need of an update? I mean, would 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 you? I mean, that's kind of what we're here to talk about in in part, oh, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Uh, like one main thing is a lot of their relics and yeah. command abilities were old school, right. where they would give you another after save or feel no pain or ward save, depending on how you want to call it. And you can't do that now. You can't have three of them anymore. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, so, and, and you know, it's funny though when you when you look at this. And actually, what amazes me about Nurgle, and I'm going to kind of talk a little bit here later about you know what what I think is still kind of pretty neat about this army and the way that it's built is, if a like we just mentioned, if I'm not mistaken, theirs is the oldest book I've, in in second edition. You know, keep in mind. Let's all remember when we talk about Nurgle and today and how if you were to play a game with them right now, that that they were the first or second book in 2018 when second edition. We're in 2.5, I would call it. I think is that a, is that a safe way to put it right now? Age of Sigmar 2.5, where we're kind of looking up the skirt of 3.0. I'd say it's so, uh, okay. just yeah. because uh, we're having a new campaign, basically, which yeah. is what I like to call yeah. it. Broken Realms, yeah. Yeah, so, Broken Realms is, is around. Um, there was a couple, a good FAQ that came out. I want to say early this year. Okay, so I mean, uh, or late last year with the uh, 
them changing the Blight Kings to unmodified six, dropping right. them to 140, and dropping the, uh, a lot of the battalions down as well. Right. So at, at this point, Sean, is it safe to say that the Magakin, or you know, let's just say Nurgle, uh, I'm going to be interchanging those names quite a bit here tonight, folks. Magakin, Nurgle, and might be even be. We just call it Nurgle. That works. Okay, there you go. I, I might still say Magakin because that's an awesome name to say. Uh, but as they stand now, um, would you? I mean, I would say that they're a struggling army. I think saying that they're at best they're three and two would be, you know, implying that they're that you're agreeing with me that they're a struggling army. Um, that have. But where they stand now, do you think that they've gotten better? Do you think that three and two, or even better than that, is because they received a shot of adrenaline with the wrath of the ever chosen release? Uh, no. Okay, I like. Okay, because Give us the wrath of the ever chosen really didn't do anything. The okay. thing that may have done more for them would probably be Slaves of Darkness with rewarding Marauders to give them easy charges and if you take warriors you could take a cat uh, a sorcerer from slaves of darkness and you can ca- give an ability to a slaves of darkness mortal unit a reroll your armor save okay so you don't think the drowned men or the 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 what is it the other one the uh the righteous or i i got my book right here but you, you don't think you don't think that the wrath of the ever chosen really did much as far as you know to to help help nurgle at all huh I, I say it would help, but I honestly think Marauders would do more. Okay. All right. With, with the Nurgle keyword, right? Yes. Okay. Like so, they give you a couple different sub factions. Yeah. The blessed, the blessed sons and, and and the drowned men. I mean, these are these yeah. are specific, you know, maggotkin, you know, pieces that are in the in in the book. So, but yeah. but you don't think that that did anything as far as giving them a. So you think just the standard good old Magakin of Nurgle book as it stands right now, at best they could probably be a three and two army if played today in Age of Sigmar 2.5. Yeah. I mean, if you might be able to get a four and one, if you, you know, with the extra, the sub faction you can take. Right. And that's right. a, that's a mixed army. That's, that's the problem right. with yeah. the ever chosen book was they made you play all blight Lords or all demons or all, you know, right. and, and, and a lot of the factions in that book, benefit from the the mixed you know mortals and slit you know right. and demons and you know for all four gods too not just nurgle but yeah yeah that's that's a good know. that's a good point that's a good point yeah. and you know and, and thank you very much to, to tristan uh tristan gray he was uh he, he he helped me he's helping me f- put this all in focus here man he, he put down that the soul wars was a start of 2.0 so and that's right and, and that's 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 going to help our, our our you know at least me stay focused a little bit on the uh on the conversation here so tristan thanks well, a lot bud I just looked it up, and their last official errata for the Maggotkin was December of 2019. So they uh, haven't dropped it down to 40 points. James yeah, so yeah. They, they haven't had any FAQ or errata changes for almost pretty much a year. Okay. All right. Well, let's let's take what you just said there, Justin, backed up by what Randy just said, and then and then kind of taking us you know, a little more of a focused walk down memory lane here that Tristan Gray just posted on the boards here. And I'm going to throw it back to you, Sean. So what you're saying is that they need more, meaning the Magikin of Nurgle, Nurgle needs more than the Wrath the Ever Chosen to be competitive, right? And you're saying at best they're three and two as they stand. Four and one. You think they uh, could be four and one in well, today's... Well, I mean, you could double turn your opponent like crazy and get everything you need. Like, I think okay. they do have some decent matchups if they can keep their linchpin, also known as the harbinger of the K. Yeah, I kind of agree with him because depending upon the use of the dial, the turn sequence, and the build of the army, they could probably do a 4-1 and one pretty easily. Okay. 
All right. Then then I'm going to challenge everybody right now with this with this. So so you you got my mind going here, man. So Sean, in, in, in your in your opinion, as the Army stands right now, and, and, and I'm only doing this because, you know, one of you guys just brought up the harbinger of decay. So in, in your opinion, Sean, as it stands right now, what are the winners and losers as far as units, characters, whatever, the in the Maggotkin, in their current version of, in this current version, a version of Age of Sigmar 2.5? What what units, I mean, obviously, I, I, I'm sure you're going to say putrid blight kings, but give us kind of the, the, a couple that are, that are, you know, the winners and losers. Okay. Um... A great unclean one. Uh, I Winner. prefer the belt just because it gives a, a move buff to a slow army. Winners or losers? Great unclean one, obviously a winner. Yeah. Okay. Winner. All right, I like it. Um, a ca- a basic ca- uh, sorcerer, a mega, uh, a mega, a rotbringer sorcerer, the one hundred twenty point sorcerer, uh, just because you could cast uh, uh, blaze of petrification. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On say either. Plague monks, which are very can have a lot of attacks, right? Or you could go. What I like to do is go for marauders. I think plague monks are meant to be played in a Skaven army because you get better buffs. You get better buffs to hit and sure. wound. Yeah, that's true. Um, that's although true. with the wheel, you can get plus one to wound, but it's just right. I think plague. If you're gonna play a pure plague monk army, I think it's better to play them in Nurgle and take. Uh, Say Glotkin with you as an ally. Okay, now that's now a Glotkin but winner. Glotkin winner or loser? Loser. Okay. Uh, just because yeah. uh, Bruce will just beat the crap out of him. You would have to wrap him. Um, I just don't think he's resilient enough. He doesn't like. I don't get me wrong. He's got a good spell to give everybody an extra wound. So mm-hmm. you know, give Marauders two wounds can be good. Um, okay. But I mean, I just don't. I just don't think he's got enough oomph. Okay. So, now I've seen, I've seen, him, I've, seen him, I've seen him shut off the table way too many times. Yeah, he, right. he doesn't have the resiliency. Like he should have. He doesn't a, have. He doesn't have offensive either. He's like right. he makes you box up in the corner and you just get slowly rolled over. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's nice to have another attack for multiple units for one command point within the range. Don't get me wrong, that's great. I just don't think he's worth it. Okay. For, even after the, he's like three sixty now or three eighty. He lost. Uh, they dropped him. I think. I think he's down to three sixty now. Yeah, but I, I will say the Glotkin is is one of the best looking models on the table, fully painted. But oh no, no, I, I, I gorgeous highly, model. Just it's overpriced. Well, yeah, I think it's fool's gold, right? It looks good, and you know that's it. Yeah, but, it's over. It, it's overpriced point wise. That's that's if if it was, if it was ballpark 300, 290, 300, I think you'd see more of them on the table. Oh, I, I maybe, yeah, of course. I, I think, I think at that price, you'd see a lot of them spammed. But uh, let me let me start with the obvious so, so one that I was. Let me, oh, let me go a couple more. Uh, sure. Winners, and I want to get to the losers real quick, if you don't mind. <laughs> no, please do. <laughs> so obviously, the big winner is a Blightsis, uh, detachment or battalion with Blightkings. Obviously, I would. I used to use Blightkings in units of five. I used to run four units of five, right. but now I'm switching them over to units of ten and like maybe units of five or okay. three. I, I was just going to ask you that, right? Okay, so mm-hmm. so I, I'm I'm kind of of that same of that same thought. I mean, I think the rock stars are definitely probably all in are definitely the putrid bike kings. I mean, even even you know Iron Jaws was saying you know that he definitely thinks that uh, that they're they're no slouches. But here's what I want to say to that: they're they're points heavy on the game and wallet draining in real life. And, and and I think that what I what I like about them is that you could, if you were a newer player or somebody getting into Nurgle, like you just said, run them in 
you know, units of 10. You don't have to run them in these big, big blob units. So I think that it's kind of a win from a points perspective and from a, from a cash money perspective on that thing, you know, to, to purchase those things in either dollars or points. Do you, but do you, do you still think that, um, I guess I'm going to go back and kind of, you know, contradict myself here in a little bit, but I mean, do you think that large numbers of these models that were once the dominant way to play in this army competitively are still that way to play? I mean, I, you just said that you, and I agree that you go down to, to 10, but do you think that, say, future Blight Kings in the old units of, say, you know, what you run them what, max of 30? Do you think that's still a smart way to play them in some cases? I don't think running them more than 10 is a smart way. Okay. But again, I never really ran them in bigger than 10. Okay. And so what, what is your overall method for running them in just those tens? What, 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 what's the, what's the philosophy behind that? Well, the philosophy was you have a one inch reach. So I'd always run them in fives, right? But you can playing some games in 10, you need a little bit more to soak up some wounds. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you can still get a lot of times if you can get a good charge off, cause you get plus one to charge. If you have the little bell, right. Mm-hmm. So you can, you know, if you can plan it right, you can get a decent amount of them in a charge. Okay. So this is something that Justin and I were talking about, and I, and, I, and Justin, you may not you may not remember this conversation, but we were specifically talking about Magakin, and right. uh, we were talking about you know armies that that are still good, you know, even if they're 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 older. And this was a while back. I mean, this, but. Uh, Sean, I'm going to ask you this. Do you find that the Magakin's power as an army, you know, when I say faded, you're saying four and one. Uh, I kind of tend to agree that might be a little three and two, but you don't think that their power, you're saying that they're four and one, that they could go that in a major tournament. You would you would be inclined to say that their power hasn't faded. Like you you think they're still is ever a, a dangerous I, army as they ever could be. What I meant was if you get the matchups and you remember the Caddyshack where the, the bishop goes out and it starts storming. He has a best rat farts. Yeah, and he gets electrocuted. Yeah, that's kind of how they would go four and one. Like this is the best game of my life. Yeah, you know, kind of thing. Okay, you know, that would be like the best game you could have. Okay, so best Going case scenario, you get hit by lightning, you go four and one. But but so I think I think but down to reality, you can probably see them most of the time. Say seven out of ten tournaments going three and two, or two and three. Wow. I mean, okay. Sean and I played a game recently. It was granted it was what 12, 1250 Sean, something like that. It was, it, it, yeah. it, was a, it was a smaller point total. Um and the mission didn't really favor either one of us cuz as soon as our heroes were done there was no more VP, but we literally tied each other and we I was playing Caradon Overlands, he's playing Nurgle and we're hitting each other as hard as we can and it's just bouncing off both armies. Right. So you got a top meta army that's throwing cannon shots and things that do multiple wounds and multiple damage as this army that's just absorbing them while he's coming across with his heavy hits and rolling sixes and having exploding dice and the whole nine yards. And I'm absorbing those as well. So the army is very relevant. Okay. I mean, it, so at least at least in the opinion of me. Okay. So. I like that. I like that. I mean, Randy, I mean, you, you've probably played against Sean more than anybody and, and probably – seen different variations of, of his Nurgle armies. I mean, wh- what is your opinion on where Nurgle Magakin kind of sits right now? Do you think, do you think their power is faded or do you think they could still get it done? So they're, they're very resilient. And if you like, if it, it depends on the scenarios, it's like if, if it's like, you know, sit on a bunch of scenario, like our objectives or whatever, not get pushed off or whatever. They're fantastic for it. Oh yeah. But it's like, if, if it's like a moving objective or some other stuff, like, 
they do have a speed, but it's they only catapult themselves where you place the tree. So like an objective is somewhere else, like outside of your you know tree deployment. You know you're not you know it's going to take you a while to get to that point or yeah. whatever. It, it, I said it's it's I said very scenario dependent or whatever. Like you know they're one of the best. You know Nero has always been one of the best like wound soakers in the in the game. Right. But, right. But actually, you know getting there and whatever that's like you know. So I went, that's why Sean plays the bell so much with the the great unclean one. He's like, you need that extra movement to just get places. Well, they have a, they have a four inch movement. They got to get somewhere. So and that, and that's yeah. a, that's a great point. So let's let's kind of keep uh, keep the conversation rolling here as far as getting a little bit more into expectations from where the the army is now because I think it was pretty self evident, right? But so so here's my question to you, Sean: is as far as as far as new models are concerned. Uh, and I'm kind of sticking a little bit with the future Blight Kings here a little bit too. I do hope that new kits are, are in the works, you know, especially for the Blight Kings, because I think that these were an army that came out right around end times. I think at the end of eighth edition or the, the, not the army, the actual models themselves. And one thing I'm always surprised about is how few options each Magakin unit has. And I mean like weapon options and stuff like that. And, and most of them have a single weapon option and, and only mm-hmm. say one type of the, the basic command models that isn't anything really different from the, the base troops. At least that's my perception. I mean, am I out of line by saying that? Or do you, do you agree that, um, that you'd like to see new, new models for at, at least the Blight Kings? Not necessarily new models, but new some new roles. But I kind of want to touch that. Oh yeah, in all the right. Next section. Oh yeah, we we are definitely getting into into that for sure. But all right, so so I guess I guess I'll I'll, I'll go with this. I mean, let me ask you one more. Uh, you know, let me ask you more uh, about one more unit if I can, to to warm up the topic here a little bit. Um, yeah. You know, and, and help me out with this one. I I'm I'm extreme. It's extremely hard for me to, I guess to to, to find something positive to say about even the silliest of all their units, um, and that's and that. It, this 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 unit is really you know kind of worthless to me, and that's the Beast of Nurgle, at at eighty points for a seven wound model. And I've seen you play them successfully, and I just I can't figure that out. But for eighty points for a, a seven wound model, I'm genuinely unsure of what its role is. You know what is their role, and how have, how have you been successful with them? Uh, actually, when I was using them, they were hundred points. Okay, well, um, there but you go. what I would use them for would basically screens and just to uh, annoy people with well, so kind of like uh how i would use my ungors to screen the 18 enlighten on disc sure sure um, okay yeah but, definitely but they are pretty piece. resilient yeah. yeah it's like they have the five up after save uh they yeah. can run and charge so you don't need a tree so you can kind of just be a i guess uh what's the term that they use a uh an anvil, a wall, you know. Uh, no, a no, it's, uh, surprise current effects kind of thing. Okay. That's a, you know, it's like a virulent plague that never stops. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, it's it's all random. Like, their attacks is like, okay, hey, look, I rolled a one. All right, back to you. You know, sure. it's just there to kind of be a placeholder. Sure. All right. Yeah, I, I've never been able to figure that out. And I think I, I've said this before. I think as far as the game is concerned, uh, and that's why I always found it interesting with you. You played them very well, but I always found them to be one of the most use worthless units in in the game. But so let's, just like Nobblers, you son of a bitch! No, Nobblers oh are actually boy. one of the one of the greatest. You know, Nobblers oh are just you, you. have no oh idea what you're talking boy. about. Can you imagine if they came out with Nurgle Nobblers? They're both green piles. Of, would they, they're called Nurglings. You know that. Um, they're called Nurglings, and they're smaller and they're better. No, they are not. I will fight you on that one. 
Nobbler against Nurgling. All right, so so Sean, here's the thing. Let's get into more of what you want to talk about and getting into more of the what you'd like to see them have as far as mechanics and and abilities. But I got to I got to start with this baseline. Obviously, you've been you've been paying attention to the Broken Realms story series, you know, th- thus far. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. So, I actually feel pretty confident that if the Broken Realms continues to turn out this narrative storyline with with multiple books, you know, in the series, and, I, and I'm I'm a thousand percent sure that that's going to happen. That one of them is going to give the old Sultans a stink, man. Nurgle some 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 needed love. I really think that's going to happen. Do, I mean, do you see the Broken Realms uh, tying the, the the Nurgle into the storyline, or maybe even a dedicated book? Well, I just I'm thinking they might get a treatment, kind of like uh, Daughters did. Okay. Okay. Um, so maybe what- bring in some new new like blight lord or some like demon okay you know not, not like great unclean one but like a a demon herald so that, so that would that would introduce maybe a new character and that that also breeds into some of the mechanics i think too i think they kind of use that narrative to kind of set up some things that maybe they're going to introduce in the newer version of that army yeah. and um and, and what or they, go ahead what they could do Har- is still fine cast too like yeah that's yeah another, right you know yeah. Right. One thing I was thinking is maybe they could work on the three Rotbringer lords. Okay, I like that. I like that. And and you know, and, and speaking of which, you know, even in the, from a storyline basis, to stick with the Broken Realms thing, it was confirmed that uh, Broken Realms is going to eventually include stuff for existing factions. So mm-hmm. I, I think I think a lot of these things are going to get built up in the storyline and then and produced as far as models. I mean, mm-hmm. di- didn't we also, you know, Justin, didn't we also hear that somewhere too when we were talking about the Broken Realms a couple of shows ago? Yeah, it was one of the things they had mentioned when they introduced the Broken Realms. And what we saw with the Marathi book was there was six factions that got a fluff piece or an addendum added to them. And we saw revamps of their units things of that manner so i think what we're going to see is four books in total okay i'm revising from the six i think we're going to four books okay and we're going to see six armies featured in each of the books in some way or form through story through plot device through update of battle tome and things like that and i think book two is gonna is gonna kind of be the hinge pin of chaos okay is now we've had Slanesh and the Reborn come into play. That's going to piss off Corn. It's going to piss off Nurgle. It's going to piss off Ariel. Um, uh, what's her name? Ariel from the Sylvaneth. Alaral, so I think yeah. I think, I think you're, you're going to see. <laughs> I think you're going to see Nurgle, the Nurgle Forest, and all that stuff go into play. And you know the Sylvaneth are going to go crazy. So I think we're going to see the whole side of chaos coming around in the next book. And Nurgle is going to be one of the forefronts okay. while the others are still kind of establishing their footholds because Slanesh yeah. is, uh, we got the reborn and we know she's, that she, this, this is coming, but they're still in a weak position to where they can be forced back into chains if they don't, if they don't right. solidify their defenses. No, so and you're right about that. I guess, I guess I'm curious to see how long, meaning GW, when I say they, how long it's going to take them to do that, you know, on, on second thought, you know, because I think that's going to preface it. Like we're I, talking I think, about I new, think, new models for Nurgle. I think we're going to see the second book of Broken Realms in January, February. Right. 
Right. And, you know, I can't imagine GW would, would have the time to, to get all, you know, get it all out before AOS 3.0 release. I don't, I don't, I'm not a fool for a moment to think that's going to happen. And, 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 you know, that, that, and that's even what they're planning for that matter. Um, but let's, um, let's, let's keep it rolling here because I, I believe that, um, Grandfather Nurgle here, Sean. I really do. I believe that, that, that he smiles upon us all with the Broken Realms. Um, I think that we're going to see this as a prelude to 3.0 and the third edition uh, of, of, of Age of Sigmar. And I think we're going to be seeing Nurgle updated right at the beginning. What do you think, Sean? Do you think we're going to see something right, right, right at the beginning? It's possible, or they're going to maybe give them a new book and then, uh, or something new to hold you over, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Uh, right. Or they could give you a, a new book now, and then when they come up with a new edition, it just rolls into that All again. Right. And, and go ahead. Um, but yeah, I, I think maybe I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens because they could just like maybe give something a little bit something now in the next book. Yeah. The. Uh, uh, campaign and i think i think what i tried to do there is i tried to set this up for the mechanics and stuff we'd like to see because you know speaking of the battle tome for magakin of nurgle i hope whatever full battle tome update nurgle gets it doesn't take away from the first and most important mechanic that i think that you'll agree with me on that i see with nurgle no the the broad keyword that is nurgle and and here's my point on this i want to see if you agree with this because even in today's game, that's a huge component to the success of this army. I mean, when you agree, I mean, you're talking about bringing in Skaven and Marauders and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. That, that's a huge, I think that's their most powerful component. And I would be, I would be concerned if, if somehow that would get, you know, dulled down or watered down, however you want to put it. Um, I still say it's going to be a key, like a key, more of a keyword based, but, but it might focus more on the Megakin. So the Rotbringers and the Demons. Okay. But right. you can still pick everything else. Like mortals might be, like they may not get as much. Well, I hope not because there, I mean, it, it, I, I look at it like I, there's kind of like a hierarchy. I I see like you have your mortals at the bottom, then you have like your rot bringers and like your small demons, and then you have like your greater, greater demons, so like right. your greater clean ones, maybe a right. demon prince, and then you have like the high end glotkin. Right, right, right. But right, you know. So I, I think it's I think it, it's going to be great. I, what I've always liked about Nurgle itself is is the ability to be able to pull and incorporate units from from other armies like Skaven, like Slaves mm-hmm. of Darkness, like Beasts of Chaos. You know, all simply because of that Nurgle keyword, and and I, that's what I'm kind of saying. I think that's their greatest mechanic that I'd like to see remain, or maybe even solidified or enhanced. And here's the thing that I want to bring up to you that I've seen you do in armies too, Sean, and maybe you can talk a little bit about this. This is, this is one of the many build methods that draws folks to play Nurgle themselves or a Nurgle based army is the keyword connectivity in, in list building. Um, and, and I've seen you do that and, and just what are, I mean, off the top of your mind, what are some things that you've seen as far as other armies that you can bring in under the under the Nurgle banner that have worked really well for you? Well, obviously Marauders. Right. You, um, you say that worked probably the best. I mean, I, I remember when you first Marauders. started playing them. So, Marauders. Marauders. Yeah, they haven't changed since you know. Okay. Two thousand two. Yeah, yeah. Even those ugly sculpts. Yeah, just the bases are different. That's it. Sure. Thirty twos um, now, right? No, twenty fives. Twenty five. The rounds. The oh, rounds. The rounds has square. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, that's all they did for that. They're like, okay, take all the squares out and put circles in. Twenty five circles in. All right, done. All right. Easy. Um, you could uh, 
Chaos Knights, they kind of seem to be okay in there. Like, they kind of give you that speed. They're still pretty resilient. Like, they got a built-in 5-plus after save against Mortal Wounds, which is really nice. But their Rune Shield. Yeah. Uh, you know, they got a minus one run. I mean, they have a purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, you would say that probably right there, you're kind of leaning more towards a Slaves of Darkness build when 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 carrying things with a neural keyword. You, you, you brought up Marauders. You brought up Knights. Even um, uh, Cast Warriors with Halberd, because then... You know, they're kind of another wall you could use. Okay. And, and here's what I want to ask you. And, and, and fellas, you know, Justin or, or, you know, Randy, Randy, you're probably sick of talking to Sean about, you know, this, this damn game. I mean, you guys are gaming against each other all the time. But um, th- throw in it where, where you guys think you'd like to see some too, because I want, to, I want to throw a question directly to you, Sean, on this one. And, and again, not to bring Slanesh into the, into the mix, but <laughs> Nurgle is also one of the few armies that I've found and that I've seen that can that what they can do well is is ally with uh they, they, can, they can ally armies and function as well with allies as they do within their own army with their own synergies not a lot of armies are capable of doing that and right. like slanesh for instance you know sean have you ever thought of taking the 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 epitome as allies in your nurgle army no, because it doesn't really give me any bonuses for Nurgle. I, I looked at this. I looked at this, and, and I want to kind of bring something up, and, and maybe this is something that, that someone else might be able to answer for me if, if I'm off base here. But her 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 reliable casting and unbinding abilities, you know, she can cast two casts as a wizard. She's coupled with her, you know, that her unique spell. Uh, I think she can also uh, re-roll of one. Um, and it's also all wrapped up in a, in a 50% chance to, to fight first in, in, in with, with obviously the, the, the slanish mobility, um, in, in my opinion, make her a pretty good option to take that would sync very well with, with Nurgle. I mean, let's put it this way with a two wound wizard or two, two cast wizard. I'm sorry. Um, maybe at times where the great unclean one isn't, isn't points allowable. That might be something that could be a good plug and play when you can't have the great unclean one in there. You know, that's just, a, that's just a thought. But, I mean, this is what I mean in general. I don't know if you agree with this or what I just said about that Slanesh model, that Nurgle has the ability to incorporate allies just as well as they incorporate themselves with their own synergies. Am I off base by saying that? No. no yeah. I, I just don't think Slanesh, other than just take plus one to cash, you could take two sorcerers roughly for about the same price of the epitome, if I remember correctly. It's like 220 or 240 Yeah, for yeah right. Yeah, you could. Okay. All right. I mean, well, you're not going to get the plus one to cast, but I mean, I mean, going in the same route you're you're going there, uh, Pat. You know, you have other options in that in that synergy. Skaven's a great example of that because you have you know the Archolites and you have all the other things, but you also have all the vermin lords that you could easily no, 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 incorporate. No, you have the one vermin lord in you the ever, ch- but in the ever chosen key factor of it you can actually include any ever chosen or any vermin lord into a pure nurgleized demon list with the ever chosen i don't think you can because you still need the keyword because it doesn't have skaven as a it's uh, your no the ever chosen allows you to take demon as your keyword and because they're demon it pulls them and you can then keyword nurgle in there and there's a way to do it I, i watched a video on how to do it and you can incorporate all any of the vermin lords any of the greater demons and all that kind of crap. If you were going to go straight Nurgle demon, well, you wouldn't need to actually, so you can take the Nurgle. But, I'm not, but I was saying for speed, 
that that incorporation would be for a speed hit to where you get that vermin lord out there that all of a sudden can jump into a into a, a hole and pop up somewhere else or blow up a piece of terrain something of that manner or can skitter leap across the board and be in your opponent's lines to tie them up while your fat boys walk across and hit them in the face no, you they're know. actually running. It just looks like they're walking because they're so right, scared. right. But you know what I mean. It, what I'm saying that is you're adding. It's an it's an extra alliance ability that adds to them. Honestly, like if I want speed, I was thinking of taking uh, beasts of chaos. There you us. go. Well, yeah, uh, Bray Shaman. Oh yeah, and just, here you go. Have three more inches of movement plus two plus three from Papa Nurgle himself with the bell, and I'm just gonna charge you on turn one. Right. Okay. So, Togs in the mix the whole nine yards and all of a sudden you're you're sitting on a 15, 16 inch move with mm-hmm. you know a twelve inch charge. Yeah. All or right. more. And, and yeah. uh, but I guess Sean what my, my point that I was trying to I was trying to drag out as far as you know getting into their mechanics and some of the some of their um you know base abilities now, because I know when we come back from the break, we're gonna really get into I'm gonna have you get into your whole wish list, which is gonna be awesome. But I was just trying to say that that in addition to units like Skaven, who who are you know have you know the the you know the Nurgle vermin you know type the plague type to them or you know, where slaves of darkness can take those keywords mm-hmm. once you leave that realm and you got Slanash Slanash can't take the Nurgle keyword I was just bringing mm-hmm. up that that I found it amazing that Nurgle can work as well with their allies and I think that's I think they're probably the only army that can do that at least the way I think about it they can work well, as well with their I'm allies kind of as they can with their internal you know mix. I'm kind of old school, so Slanesh wasn't an ally back then. Okay, that's that's a great point. No, and I, I love the fact that that yeah, you know, you're absolutely right. I think Chaos Spawn just uh just just corrected me on my did I did I say epitome wrong or, or epi, you know I don't know am I saying it wrong because he just he I think I'm getting my ass kicked on the boards here. I wonder if I said it wrong. All right, moving. <laughs> I on. I want to doubt it. <laughs> uh, I never learned too good in American. Sorry about that. All right, so let's um so here's the thought, Sean. I want to throw this one at you. I'm going to warm this up for the mechanic thing, but I want to throw this out at you. Wouldn't it be cool if, if there was a mechanic, bear with me on this one, for Nurgle. I'm getting to a wish list here. I probably shouldn't be doing this. If if they were, say, fighting another army, like, say, Justin's Cities of Sigmar army, or, you know, one of the million doubles and triple armies that Randy has stacked floor to ceiling in his house. Um, if they were fighting one of those armies and, say, for each slain enemy model on a roll of four plus, that Nurgle army could place a plague bearer in place of the fallen enemy model. Maybe that could replace like a like a, a mechanic for like you know, um, you know, bringing units the on the table mechanic? or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, and I know I shouldn't have gone there yet. You know, that that's for a little bit later in the show. But I mean, you know, warm us up for when we come back from break. Give, give us something you'd like to see happen with the new edition of Magikin of Nurgle. On, all right, well, I'll give a, a little one. teaser. I'll give a little teaser what's coming to come after the break so I can get everyone all excited. Cool. A flat out across the board after save. For everyone? Don't I mean don't they have that now? They, they've got a five plus disgustingly no. resilient, right? No, that's only mm-hmm. demons. You gotta spend a command point for oh, uh yeah. arbiter decay. So it, it'll it'll change a little bit, but I just want to say a flat out after save for every unit on the board. And we'll get back to how that's going to work after the break. We are definitely, absolutely going to do that. Randy, anything, anything to say before we, uh, we, we, we cut over and, and, and come back after the break? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> man, a man of many words. All right, guys, we'll be right back with, with more What We Wants from Nuegel. Bye. 
Hey gang, I wanted to take a break in today's show to introduce one of our sponsors and a great store for all of your hobby needs. That's GameStorm Gaming in Lamont, Illinois. Open seven days a week, 12 to 12. GameStorm Gaming has got you covered for all of your hobby and gaming needs. They got Magic the Gathering, War Machine, X-Wing, Game of Thrones, Force of Will card game, PC gaming and repair, Warhammer 40K, and Age of Sigmar, and a ton more. Grab paints, brushes, cases, dice, and a lot more at GameStorm Gaming in Lamont, Illinois. Stop in and see John and the gang there at GameStorm Gaming, located at 1243 State Street, Lamont, Illinois, or check them out on their website at GameStormGaming.com. Again, that's www.gamestormgaming.com. They also stay open past midnight for special cases and events. So get over there and get your nerd on with GameStorm Gaming, 1243 State Street, Lamont, Illinois, 630-243-9330. Again, that's GameStorm Gaming, 1243 State Street, Lamont, Illinois. GameStorm Gaming is a proud sponsor of Grimdark Live. We hope to see you there. Nurgle, we are back, and we're going to get more into that. Uh, so thanks for for hanging out with us. So we we got we got Nurgle part two here, and uh, we're going to be continuing our conversation about the future of Nurgle. And in this segment, we're going to get more into of the wants here with Nurgle, and 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 the hopes that we'd like to see, you know, happen with the magikin of Nurgle in in the upcoming Age of Sigmar 3.0. And if you guys are just joining us, look like a couple of people just came onto the the show. Uh, we got uh, we got Sean Soiree, man. He's our he's our resident uh, Sultan of uh, Stink, man. And uh, if you, if you really want to hear a great story you go back to the beginning of the show and listen to how this guy got into playing nurgle and as a matter of fact we're happy he made it back because he was just reliving that story just now he had, i think he had to go run and take a you know drop a quick deuce or something like that but he's back uh, with it, us. It, was, it was just it was a number one not a number two and yes <laughs> i did wash my hands and uh, and then and so so here it is man so we're gonna get back into it so sean i'm gonna pitch the ball to you here with with this one i i think something i i think may happen is i think gw may surprise all of us by adding in some new mechanics when when third edition comes out and 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 all of us here fully expect magikin of nurgle to be one of the first battle tomes updated in the third you know edition of of, of age of sigmar when it finally happens which should be, which should be mm-hmm. sometime around you know early 2021 i think but um but i'm gonna i'm gonna leave it there man so sean take us on a ride man what what do you want you, you brought up for the break an unlimited ward saver, you know, but, but let's talk more on that, man. Go. Army wide, army, army wide, wide uh, thank you. Save or feel no pain or ward save, whatever you want to call it. So basically Nurgle should be resilient and hard to kill and dish out mortal wounds. That's how I always envision Nurgle to be. And they kind of go that way through like the way they design the rules and everything, but they kind of, like for Black Kings, Exploding Sixes, they kind of... That seems more like a Slanesh thing, not a Nurgle thing. Because back in the day, back in the before times... Uh, <laughs> uh, so, uh, a lot of stuff for Nurgle was like minus one weapon skill, minus one uh, to hit and shooting. Right. So, basically, you, minus you, one to hit and shooting and you, you're, you're talking the old Cloud of Flies rule. Yeah, like the Chaos Warriors were minus one hit. Sure. Or minus basically made them minus one to hit and minus uh in combat and shooting. Okay. Okay. Now uh and then like uh Demon said like if you roll a six to hit, it's an automatic wound. So they kind of made that into like a moral wound. Like if you would take from 
you know, eighth edition fantasy to AOS, they kind of took a lot of the old flavor of how Nurgle worked and made it okay. happen in Sigmar to a degree. All right. Um, I would like to maybe expand on that. Sure. So uh, before the break, I said uh, every everything should have a flat up after save across the board. I, I would like so, to see that. A mortal would be a six. So that would be like your Marauders, your Chaos Warriors, like Beasts of Chaos, and maybe, you know, your Plague Monks. The, okay. you know, they don't technically have the moral, the Beasts and the uh, Skaven don't have the uh, mortal keyword, but right. I would count them as a mortal category. Okay. So they would get a six up off the board. Okay. Now your so- Lopringers and like your Plague Bearers, your, you know, your lesser demons, uh, they would have like a five up. Okay. Um, All right. Flat out. Because um, they're more gifted by Nurgle because, you know, they're, they're better units. They've you know, accepted like, his gifts. On the hierarchy. Yeah. Yes. More hard. They're, they're, they're higher on the uh, pyramid, if you will. Sure. Um, and then you would have, like, your greater demons. So, like, you know, your great unclean one and uh, Radagus. Uh, and then you would have Glotkin, which would be, like, on par with those guys. And they would have a four up. Okay. Oof. All right. That's a, and that's a pretty hefty aftersave. Well, the Phoenix Guard have had it since, I'm not done since uh, the Phoenix Guard have had it since eighth edition. All right, keep going, Sean. Sorry, I'm not done yet. There's a caveat to this. Okay, four up is normally the highest you can go unless you're a Greater Demon or Glockin. So back in uh, eighth edition, if you cast a Nurgle spell and it goes off, um, you would roll six, and if you rolled a six, you would get plus one toughness and plus one wound. Okay. So and that would last for the entire game. So if you get it off all six turns, a spell off and roll all sixes for each one, you could have plus six, t- you know, a big bonus of toughness and, and wounds. So one way I thought about maybe taking that into the game is like you would still roll, you know, if you get a spell off and then you roll a six. And if you roll a six, you get plus one to your after save for that battle round to your next, uh, you know, command uh, phase. Okay. Or, uh, sorry, hero phase. I'm sorry. Um. So basically, you would have a three plus on a great unclean one or clocking. So that, it's not like yeah, four plus auto, yeah. but you get a four plus auto, but you can get it up to a three plus. So, so you, so I, I like what you, so you think what you'd like to see in the new mechanic is you'd like to see a graduated scale of ward saves. So your your mortals, your skaven, all your all your chumps that haven't quite accepted all of his all of grandfather's gifts are at a 6 plus ward save. Then from there yep. your your rot your your um rot ringers, ringers and, demons. and demons, plague bears all that. They're they're going to be at the 5 plus. So plague bears wouldn't change. They would still be at their 5 plus disgustingly resilient save. Yeah. Uh mm-hmm. you're then, also all your fly riders, all those guys, right? Yeah. But yeah. Sean on greater demons basically. Yeah, but okay. Sean like, like, across the board is all having the same disgustingly resilient, you know, 6 plus 5 plus that and then whenever certain situations at like it doesn't have to be plus one it could be plus one to the uh the roll or whatever which is basically you know like a three plus or four plus but, or re-roll ones or something like yeah that. yeah re-roll re-roll ones for disgusting resilient if you you know rolled mm-hmm. yeah. okay and then on your greater demons so like your great unclean ones and then like glocken they would have a four up natural and then if they get a spell off and it so you get a spell it doesn't get dispelled you roll a six if you roll a six you get a plus one to your, you basically get a three plus. All right. For your after save. Okay. All right. You know, and, and this kind of leads me to something else. And, and Justin, I, I, you know, I'd like you to kind of pick it up where I leave off because I'm kind of stealing a little bit of your thunder here on something we talked about. So mm-hmm. now Sean, 
with the with the 40k death guard already being touted around uh, you know any predictions on on when the magikin you know well i, I don't want to get we we're saying we're saying early 2021 but what i want to get at with the death guard is their respective leaks on their mechanics update you know this new disgustingly resilient deal have you heard about well, this? i wouldn't say it was oh uh, yeah uh, i was actually going to talk about that too um, okay I, that just reminded me I, I would i would piggyback off that since that's what we're talking about right now with with what we'd like yeah. to see with magikin so the new disgustingly resilient for uh 40k which is the death guard codex yeah uh the rule basically states that it's minus one damage to mm-hmm. a minimum of one. Right. Um, now, it's a little bit different in 40K and Sigmar. In Sigmar, damage goes through. Right. In, yeah. So, so damage three you do is, five is, damage, is, right. and they're one one models, and they fail their saves, you lose five models. Right. In and, 40K, it's not that way. In 40K, like Space Marines across the board have two wounds. So, uh, with the uh, plague, bear, plague, uh, plague marines, they have two wounds. Mm-hmm. So it's disgustingly resilient. People would take plasma weapons, which were two damage in one so, shot, so, and they would just, you know, what any any normal marine, if they take two damage, if they don't save that, uh, they take two damage and they die. Sure. So- now. No, go ahead. The plague right. marines would take. You have to have more shots on them to die. So it's it's a way to maybe speed up the game for forty k because you're rolling less dice, mm-hmm. but still giving them some staying power. Okay, so so what? I mean, basically, so it's not really like a disgustingly resilient per se, like we're talking about with the war. Well, no, that they're, is they're, like they're getting the more of. Okay, yeah. but they're they're getting more of like an, a way to absorb punishment, really, than yeah. than, a, than a ward save is what it seems like. To yeah, so, so, so for a good example would be the the coalesced for lizardmen. Okay, mm-hmm. or seraphon. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so, so do you, do you see the magakin getting something like that in the new edition? Maybe, um, because each like you know certain weapons are damaged too, and you have multiple attacks. Like say they're not really used too much anymore, but enlighten. You know they're sure. Minus one, two damage with three, four attacks apiece. Okay. Um, All right. See, I see that happening to the Magikin just because we already have that rule in place, a reduction of damage in AOS. Yeah. Through it, our, it, it, it already exists. Yeah. So putting that into the Magikin and taking their disgusting resilience and turning it into a reduction of damage, that's highly possible and probably going to end up happening. On his caveat, though, saying where you give escalating ward saves to like the entire army, scale right yeah graduating scale i think at that point you're 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 grasping a little bit and, and just hear me out as to why is, is because you're making the power you're making the army basically be able to blank the mortal wound system in the game it is one army has the ability to put a mortal wound counter on the entirety of the army plus they have damage reduction and multiple upon multiple wounds on a model it makes them so powerful that there's no army will be able to touch them. You hit them with a cannonball and all of a sudden that cannonball gets absorbed. And even if it didn't, okay, now you've reduced the damage. Then you have your demon. You have this, this three plus demonic save because you cast a spell against every cannon shot that came through. And if you're lucky, you get one point of damage in to a unit. That's got 14 wounds. Well, that'll never happen. 
I, you know, that, that's, that's, a, that's a good point. I mean, again, we're, we're speculating here on what we'd like to see happen. And, you know, and, and I, I think, don't, uh, get me wrong. don't get me wrong. They need some love. They definitely need some love. Yeah. Well, but, I all think, right. but I think what they need is they need more of the minus ones to hit the more mi- negatives to damage, like damage absorption, but they don't need the escalating ward saves. I think if you gave the entire army a five plus flat demonic save across the board, everything, and then you reduce the damage they take by one, you've covered the list. Personally. Okay. Yeah. This is actually prior to that rule being released today. Okay. Because back in the day, you would have regen, and certain things were right. better. So That's I'm right. just trying to... like So like a great, greater demon or glockin would be more on higher on the pyramid for Nurgle's gifts or you know, value to Nurgle. That type of. I, I, I would almost, I would almost prefer if to say the spell cast didn't modify, say their after save, but modify the damage received. So okay. yeah, you, I mean that's just you, something. Or, or, or even the, it's adding plus one, like you said, whatever. We also talked about just rerolling, you know, discussing resilience of, of ones, you know, right, yeah. right, right. The cast or whatever, you know, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, a simple, yeah. a simple reroll or. You know, instead of discussing resilience, reducing it by one, it reduces it by two because they're at a higher level. So yeah. damage reduction is two. All of a sudden, you start shutting down ogre ogre clubs and damage two weapons. You know, to minimum one. No, yeah. and and that's okay. So 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 that's 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 I like what you guys are saying, and I think it'd be I th- I think any combination of that would be a benefit to the magikin. But Sean, I mean, here's the thing. Give us a couple more as far as what mechanics you'd like to see before before we get into some of the more of the physical things that we'd like to see the army get. Yeah. Um, a lot of the things is more of a lot of reworking of the worst rolls, slight reworks. Like, I'm not saying, oh, my God, it's a complete. It's more like Black Kings having a losing the exploding six. Okay. Interesting. Getting, getting a rend one built in. Okay. Without without and, the battalion, right? Yes, and uh, what do you call it? Uh, getting a six is a mortal wound. Oh, I see. Okay, either on the wound or on the hit. That's something that can be decided because you can go either way on that. I would like to see uh, it on the hit, and then they get to they get to uh, go through. You know, they get they get to continue a wound as normal. You know, if they if yeah. they get a six to hit, I'd like to see that. I personally yeah. love that mechanic in the game. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just trying to think that like might change them and make them like stupidly good. I'm trying not to be like, I'm just gonna go walk in with this army and beat the just like steamroll everyone. Yeah, that, that every every brand new. I'm trying to have yeah. you know balance it out. At, no, well, you're, right. you're you're trying to have your expectations be fair and reasonable, and not you know every, every new Nurgle army comes with a with a sawed off shotgun to bring to bring to the game. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, it's interesting that you would say something like that because. It actually put me out of train of thought. One thing I wouldn't mind seeing the Nurgle have is bringing back their virulence of plague abilities. You know, where you had various degrees of plague hits depending on the unit type. We don't have that anymore. Everything is just walk up, hit it, slobber knocker, the whole nine yards. I, I, I think there should be a lasting effect from being hit by a Blight King that's carrying, say, a pox. You well, know? And, well there, there's some stuff. Right, but it's not as prevalent. And I think if they retweak to that a little bit more, and then you start seeing, say, neuralized marauders rock across the table, and they they walk into somebody and they put a they put a counter on them that's permanent. 
you know, or something like that well, if they do enough damage. I kind of had like uh, I was going to – so basically I was kind of going to go into that with uh, changing – Sorry, beat you uh, the punch. No, no. So <laughs> one thing I want to do is the wheel – I kind of want to see a wheel like, you know, you roll every turn and the, you roll for the first turn and then uh, before the first battle round and then you uh, move it around and then you have the spell, you know, the spell to change it to what you want. And you was, said you also wanted it to be stacking like like daughters, daughters. Yeah, have like the, the one ability, the, the second ability, a third ability, which is the, the wheel would be a random start point And then you would get those like all the abilities like over time, like as the yeah. wheel sticks upwards as yeah, I was thinking, like, removing the wheel, but, like, having, like, the plague and the decay and the death is starting, is growing. And that's how, like, you get your bonuses that way. I like, like that one. I, I like that a lot. I, I think that's, you know, you know what that reminds me of right now? The, um, the Beast the, 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 the beast Claw Raiders have a thing in, in their battle tome in the Ogre Maw Tribes where, you know, you get to roll a D6 and, and any enemy unit that's within uh, uh, one inch of, of one of those, you know, um, Beast Claw Raider units. If, if I roll at or below uh, the, the battle round, you suffer D3 mortal wounds because it just keeps getting colder. You know what I mean? As it goes on, like, I, I think something like that would be great. So a lot of the any like a lot of the Black King units, so mm -hmm. they actually have roll of six. You deal D three mortal wounds, and it, but it's only within three inches, and it's in the hero phase. Right. So you roll a D six, you do D three damage to an enemy, and then you, if you roll a six, you do D three, and then if you roll D three on yourself, you heal D three mortal wounds. Yeah. But I mean, it, you know, it's a one in six chance. Well, and it's an I, phase, you know, so. it's still it's still a dice game, and you know, you can't yeah. you can't you know. I, I but I I really like that one, Sean. That's actually a really good one to to put mm -hmm. to put out there. But let me go to the more practical thing, and, and 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 let's kind of daydream here about what we'd like to see the army get, not just to be able to do. In, in my point, I mean, is it okay if I jump to jump to this right now? Well, that's kind of where we're at. I'm just kind of uh, going through what I want to, you know, what I would like to see in there. I'd like right? to see, uh, yeah, I'd like to see endless spells. Can I just blurt that out? Yeah, I mean that's fine. Um, <laughs> that's fine. Like that's I mean, on there too, Pat. I mean, well, here's uh, the thing: every other chaos faction has them, even corn, and they're not even like wizard dudes. They're like priests. Well, they're dudes. prayers. Yeah, but they they're still endless spells. No, Why they're not. They're endless. They're endless prayers. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. And, and but I guess here's my point in the lore. Uh, the one thing I don't really think needs to be touched with, 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 with Nurgle is, you know, in the lore, Nurgle is meant to be an extremely competent magic user. Um, mm -hmm. I would say second probably only to Zeech, maybe, as far as the Chaos lineup. So I think it would be great to finally have some unique spells uh, to use. You know, it, it seems like something that could very plausibly be introduced as part of a, you know, maybe a Broken Realms release, maybe that slip-in that we were talking about earlier in the show. But, but all right, this, this is your wish list, man. I just want to throw that out there. I was going to pop if I didn't. <laughs> I get like it, I'm, I'm completely fine with having endless spells as long as, you know, they can do, like, you know, spread death. Like, I'm thinking kind of like something like uh, the uh, Slaves of Darkness, uh, what's it called, uh, where you can give a unit plus one attack. Like it counts the number of wounds within like twelve inches or eighteen inches. Oh yeah, and yeah. it kind of you keep a count of how many models die or whatever, and then at the end of the turn you uh at the end of like combat or going you know end of the turn basically 
you give out that many, you roll that many dice and how many four pluses you can give out to the units for a plus one attack kind of thing. Right. Yep. So I'm thinking like that could help, like that could maybe help you with like giving you certain bonuses and maybe uh, uh, give you like, hey, you're, you, you know, this moral unit can get a plus one to their after save or they could be like minus one to hit or, you know, uh, this unit has a bit, like, the Blight Kings, instead of on a three up, or sorry, a six up, it's a five up to do D3 mortal wounds and they heal D3 mortal, uh, wounds. Right. Something kind of like that. Yeah, I kind of I kind of like the way that that would be built because, I mean, that would kind of play, I think, a little bit more into the whole uh, lore of what Nurgle really is. You know, I, I guess I guess for me, like, when I think of, like, the old, like, gnarled hide that the Beast of Chaos got or even, like, currently with the... Uh, rock got Trogos with their with their uh, five plus ward save, you know, because they got you know rocky skin. I think that plays what you just said there. I think that plays a little bit more into what you know uh, a half rotten Nurgle Rotbringer, you know, you know warrior would probably react like. I th- I think that I I like that actually a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but one thing I think they really need to work on is their command abilities and relics. Okay, I'm really happy you went there. All right, let's outdated. let's talk about that one. Uh, a lot of them are outdated because you don't get the after the extra after saves. Yeah, and basically, uh, the uh, living play uh, living the um the gift. I can't remember the exact name. Uh, that's the one you can give to a demon, and at the end of the turn or whatever, you can. If you take five wounds, you roll five dice. And oh yeah, you right. On a four up, the undying gift. I think it's called. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think a lot of their I think a lot of their abilities and things like that have to be you know they they they're they're in dire need of getting that updated because I think the army is kind of suffering from you know kind of being left in the dust since 2018 with those so I think that's definitely oh, yeah. something that that's got to you know what I'd like to see almost like if you go back to the uh, the uh, the eighth edition you know Warriors of Chaos book you know or the you know that kind of a thing I'd, I'd like to see them kind of go back to something more relative to that. You know, well, that's as... kind of like how I was actually kind of envisioning them. Okay, yeah, yeah um, I, I kind of sense so that. So let me, let me, uh, I'm going to keep going. I don't want to take up too much time. I know no, we're like sure. running time here. We're good. So uh, I also kind of want to rework the contagion points where not just only can you bring in a unit of demons, I kind of like the way corn can do, but nobody really uses it that way. They always bring in a bloodthirster, maybe some uh, blood letters to hold an objective or maybe some dogs so for... would you would you you know taking what we said before as far as you know being able to place a plague bear or something like that you know in in place of a fallen enemy unit how would you redo that to, to bring extra units on the table then how would you i would kind of do it like how corn does it where you can bring a unit of demons in or you could give a buff or an ability to a unit or a hero okay okay so uh, one ability is that Corn has. You can spend, I want to say it's four or five blood tithe points, and you can basically get like a free attack in the hero phase. Okay. So that'd be, uh, or, you know, something that could be Nurgly, yeah. where like you get like, you know, all your units that are in combat on a five plus, uh, the enemy takes so many mortal wounds or whatever. Okay. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Maybe. And you know, I'd like to see him too. I'd like to, I'd like to see the um, the tree, the Fesselin Narma, uh, brought in as more of like a, kind of like a combination of the Skaven Nahol meets the mm-hmm. Sylvaneth Woods. I, I'd like to see. I think, it'd, I think to solve one That'd of the movement cool. things would be uh, 
you know, teleporting Nurgle. That would be a freaking rip. I would love to see that. <laughs> yeah, you know, two, two bolts and three holes. So why not have <laughs> trees? You know, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, one to three trees. Yeah. So another ability I think would be kind of cool, and I, it's I'm listening to what everybody's saying, and I'm just kind of feeding off of it, and it's kind of you're like the endless spell, the whole line thing is. Yeah. What if you had not only just a dial for your corruption, but you had an infection, like an infection index. Kind of like the uh, the certain aspect of the ogres do with their winter ma, I think it is the yeah. one where the that rolling forward, right? Where the board becomes more infected turn by turn, adding corruption points or something like that under certain conditions. Yeah. You know that that'd be kind of cool too. Where you know the more you fight against Nurgle, the more that board's becoming corrupted, and the harder not the harder it is for you to get across the board, but you make you basically have it where the terrain starts festering and all of a sudden demons pop out of it or something like that, you know? So Sean, kind you, were of kind of, you were kind of touching on that too. You were kind of, you, I mean, you, you kind of brought that up in a way, but I, I, I think, I think Justin kind of brought it across the finish line a little bit, but that was kind of what you were saying earlier. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I kind of, I kind of liked the idea when you guys were talking about the endless spells and all that, I'm thinking most of our endless spells, we have usually an attacker, a blocker, a block ability, attack ability, and then some kind of buff and, when when I thought of the block one, the first thing that popped in my head is why don't we have an endless spell called Wall of Flies? Oh, that you, you would be so much more fun. like uh, do you like you know, do a minus one to hit, right? Or but, minus one to wound, or or, like, you, or or you have it as the debuffer spell in the end. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, something like that. Like, you know, I, I, I got I like the idea that you could use flies as a sheet, almost like you know what you know would be great to speaking of the cloud of flies, negative one to hit, but also kind of maybe. Um, uh, use it where you know maybe the enemy unit in their shooting phase uh, can't see you or something like that or, or something you know. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a pal palisade with a minus one to hit bubble. Right, I like right. like three inches or whatever. You, you could even yeah. throw that around the the feculent marl the marls the trees and be like, okay, there's a there's a twelve inch bubble around this thing. Yeah, you know, six inch radius, twelve inch bubble of flies because the area is festering and anything looking through it, shooting through it, walking through it, minus one to hit or minus one to shoot, depending on the situation. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, I mean, this is what I was thinking about. Like here, I'm going to show a picture right here. That's the, uh, that's the, that's the narrow mall right there that I'm, I'm, I'm kind of showing on my, on my screen right there. If you look at that, it's got that opening. I thought that'd be so cool. If you could like have some kind of mechanic where like, you know, you, you know, you could teleport your little, you know, Nurgle dudes all over the place. That would be, <laughs> that'd be so freaking cool. The, the the Grotz ability to bring back half a unit. <laughs> oh, that would be that would be good. So 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 Sean, give us uh, give us one or two more, man. Let's hear it. Okay. Wish so list. basically, uh, I want to change up the plague cyst. Uh, oh, give okay. it plus one to mortal wounds. So it would go oh, to a five. That would, that would be so much better. Absolutely. Because like it's like reroll ones, and then if you're under the ability of the plague dude, it's like reroll everything. But I'm like, you know what? Plus one to mortal wounds because they want to spread the plague. I like that one. Now the blight sis, since basically everybody takes that to give Vikings one rend, and when I want to give them a, a rend one base and give them potential to do mortal wounds, yeah. it allows you to. What I want to do with the blight sis was to do like a minus one to hit or like a minus one to wound. So like against you, so like if you go up, you know, you're the enemy in combat with that unit is minus one to hit or minus one to wound, something like that. Kind sure, of. sure. Because mm -hmm. like uh, back in the day, Nurgle was either like minus their weapon skill which would be a minus one to hit or minus their strength or whatever or give you better toughness which would be a minus one to wound i haven't really seen anything like minus one to wound yeah I, 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 
I, I agree with that because I remember back in the day, it was always negative one to hit. That was the biggest thing that people had on their Nurgle units. Well, that was in, in, in combat and in, in like in, a, in close combat. Well, it was minus one weapon skill, which technically weapon made skill. them. minus well, one. To hit. Yeah. Okay. Right. But yeah. Right. But like to put it like to put into AOS, it'd be like a minus one to hit or minus one to wound, depending on, you know, strength and toughness or. Well, you know, minus one wound. Yeah. Yeah. Or minus one would minus one to wound would put you right back into that increase in toughness category. So, yeah. you know, that's that, that works either way. Yeah. I, yeah. uh, yeah. All right. I, 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 love then, I love it. I love what I'm hearing. I got two more things Do it. that I want to touch on real quick Ooh. is redo the three Ropringer Lords and give them like they would each focus on like a death, decay, and plague, which they kind of already do. Okay. But like the death would uh, roll a dice for each enemy unit within, say, 14 inches, probably six equals a mortal wound. Okay. Decay would be a minus one armor save aura within, say, probably 14 inches. And this will go around the uh, dino one plus armor save because it would, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. just yeah. to screw that over because, you know, that's how they can fix that because it's like, yeah, you get a one plus save, but- so I got to do more wounds <laughs> to you to drop you Sean, down. And- that he, dino he's thing digging, has he's, always he's, bothered you. He, he's <laughs> digging deep into that wish list. Well, you know, th- that dino thing is always always bothered sean so i think that's funny that oh, he yeah. incorporated that one i mean it, it, it yeah it kind of bothers everybody i guess Can, all right sean i'm gonna be a I'm gonna, play. go ahead when you got a bestillion on sitting there with a one plus armor that can't be touched until it takes a set set amount of moral wounds it's kind of ridiculous yeah <laughs> so basically plague would do you roll a dice for each unit this is your this is your next one right sean yeah this is okay. the plague one so these are the three rock rangers that nobody ever uses okay right the mag the maggot and lords yeah the plague one yeah the maggot lords you would roll the plague one would be roll a dice for each unit within 14 inches on a four plus they're minus one to like they're minus one to hit your units kind of thing. right i think the the, the demon spew orgroth orgroth demon demon spew uh the, the wizard i think he should be kicked up to, to be able to cast two dispel two fair enough I think yeah, yeah most wizards one. So yeah, yeah. most wizards should be cast too. Yeah, I think I yeah. think he should definitely. You know, he's a named character. I think he should. I think he should be cast and dispelled too for sure. So um, one thing. Oh, sorry, Pat. Nope. Uh, one good. thing I would like to change is the harbinger because. Okay. Yep. I was. They just call it myself. the command ability is morbid vigor. Mm-hmm. So basically, vigor is, means physical strength and good health, or effort, energy, and enthusiasm. That's like the definition off like Google. Okay. <laughs> so. I I would change it to give plus one armor save instead of feel no pain or like an and or a minus one to hit by enemy units within okay. holy fourteen. And that would only work on mortals. Mm, all right. I could see that. I like that one. I think so, that would I mean, definitely be improvement. Because I, I, I like the idea that well, you know what I would also like to see is take that away from him as a command ability. I think because of the harbinger of decay should have this if he's already within seven inches of say you know uh not wholly within but within seven inches i think those units should get that well i guess maybe a plus one to their ward save since they're, it's what we're talking about is already giving them a ward save right mm-hmm. yeah or well, actually i was uh trying to give them plus one to their armor save okay. what we could do is like if you know give an ability where they get plus one to pick a unit they get plus one to their armor save oh, minimum like yeah, initially started off with just giving a blanket five plus so yeah. his ability is, you know, what what's what's the current armor save of the Blight Kings? Is it a four? Four. I could almost see them going to a three, and and that would be a good boost instead of yeah. you know and playing with like all the ability. Give them like minus one to be hit. Pick a unit within you know their minus one to hit in combat kind of thing and mm-hmm. shooting. 
like the I mean, cut fly rule. Right. So, so what? You, basically, you know, any tweaks to the armor, any tweaks to the mortal to the the mortal wound save, anything of that manner, you're you're going to make the army resilient as all shit as it is. Right. And I think if you were to take Blight Kings, since they are the bread and butter unit, put them to a three plus armor and give them a five plus after save. You've got a unit right there that's going to take names, kick down the door, burn your hut, steal your wife, and whatever it wants to do. Hide your kids, hide your wife. Yeah, I, yeah. Exactly. You know, if you if you did the Nurgle keyword for say Marauders, and you just give them a blanket five plus, but no increases to their armor, you've made that unit viable as well. If you do the same thing to the Great Unclean ones and things like that, where you give them the abilities to modify their mortal, their mortal wounds or modify their armor in some way or form, you've salvaged the army and you've brought it into 3.0. Yeah. And they just changed the command ability, uh, you know, the relics and the command right. ability. They're just outdated just because of the role change. All of right. I, I like it, man. Sean, those that's some good stuff, man. Can I, can I be sophomore? Can give you my couple last ones before we move on to the any? question of the day? Yeah. So, so yeah. here's we the thing. time, right? It's already 930, right? Why not? Why not? All right. So here's the thing. Um, I'd like to see him update some of the, the, the I, I think the Festus model, the, the, it need, I think I think he needs to be updated a little bit. I think that uh, Epidemus is another one I'm not too crazy about. Oh, and man. Um, man. Yeah, I'd like to see the Harbinger of Decay, you know, kind of get kind of get some type of an update, I think. I think um, I think that I think there could be something done a little more more neat with that mm -hmm. with that model. But mm -hmm. that, that again, that's my that's my uh, my, my yep, all the models need a plastic version. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At least that, yeah, that's a great point. Do is uh, change the tally man, the tally. Uh, the, yeah. The, the yeah. The tally like, man. Yeah. Right. Uh, right. It actually Making it yeah. abilities. <laughs> I, I guess because like you can just re-roll a one on your attacks by sweating a command point. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, good stuff, man. Sean, you are uh, you are definitely Mr. Nurgle. And folks, if you guys want to go back and listen to the beginning of the show, you got to listen to probably the best "How I Started Playing Nurgle" stories you're ever going to listen to. It's it's amazing. All right, guys, we're going to be right back with the question. <laughs> we're going to be right back with the question of the day. Be right back. Hey gang, I really hope you're enjoying the Grimdark Live show so far. Thanks for being with us. But before we get to the question of the day, I want to ask you to head over to GrimdarkLive.com to enter the Nerd Bunker by becoming a supporter of the show on Patreon. There are six different levels to fit the support you may be interested in, and all provide special benefits and services to our members. So please head over to GrimdarkLive.com and become a patron of the show. And while you're on GrimdarkLive.com, you should know that Grimdark Live isn't just there for entertainment. We're a full-time miniatures assembly and painting service. We have three different levels that we currently paint to, and we provide free quotes. So let us know if you have something you need painted, and we'll get it done for you. And if Patreon or painting isn't something you're ready to do at this time, we totally understand. And thank you for spending time with us here on Grimdark Live. So with that said, let's get to the question of the day. The question of the day. Here it is, man. We uh, we finally made it. I know that uh, we're burning the clock off the wall, but you know what? That's been the past few shows, man, and that's what we do for for, for you folks, man. We're going to be uh, winding down 2020 with some uh, great great content, even even if it is a little bit uh, extensive. But here it is, man. Question of the day. So, Sean, you ready? I think so. All right, man. Here it is. Seven. 
<laughs> the answer is C, man. Here it is. Will the upcoming FAQ and points changes herald in a new meta, or will it be an unimpressive addendum until the June FAQ? Well, I think we're going to see a slight shift prior to this with the uh, new campaign book that came out two, three weeks ago. Okay. Um, I think we're going to see less eels, but more turtles and sharks. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to see, as in like tournament, like for the meta, I think you're still going to see like the same type of armies, but they're okay. going to be built slightly different. Um. I mean, 90 points for the shadow, like the assassins or whatever, for like a Cities of Sigma army, that could be really, really good. The War Scroll looked pretty nice. Um, right, right. I think with COVID and the not as many tournaments, uh, there's not going to be as much, kind of like how we had in the uh, the June update. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thinking uh, with the next rollout throughout the campaign, so the next book two, It'll uh, change up some more stuff. So I, I think it. They might make a few changes. So like, you know, they might bump eels up or bump eels down or, you know, minor point changes across the board. But okay. I don't really think that's going to be change. They might reword the dino so we can't have a one plus armor save and not suffer rend. Sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know. I think there might be like a war scroll change here or there to maybe tweak something or, you know, but I, I think the campaign book is going to change the meta more than the FAQ slash point increase or, you know, point changes. Okay. All right. Randy, what do you think, man? Yeah, I think it's just a, we're in a whole pattern because of the amount of tournaments going on and just not enough data. So I think they're just going to continue on with the, 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 the story and release models and, probably six months from now, like, you know, change, change some stuff, you know? Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. Justin, what do you got, man? Well, I don't think we're going to see much in the fall fruit in this, this fall winter FAQ w- winter at all. One, yeah. I, I really, I really believe if we see any point changes, they're going to be so subtle and so minor. You may get one unit takes a 10 plus a point up 10 or down 10, mm-hmm. but Morathi and the Broken Realm books, those are writing our history right now. Those okay. are what are changing the FAQs. Those are what are going to they're going to set the meta because the tournament the tournaments aren't doing it. No. You know, online's not doing it. So, you know, and in all honesty, I don't see any point changes coming across the board except for what was in Morathi for Iodin or any of them. I think they got their point changes. I think the eels are going to stay where they're at. In all honesty, I don't think they're going to change. I don't think cities are going to change too much. I mean, like I said, if any point changes come across, it's going to be a plus 10 or a minus 10, if that. And it's going to be a handful of armies that are most likely going to end up being the ones that are going to be in the next Broken Realms book. Okay. Are going to to be the ones that are going to get the point changes. And that's that's what we're going to see. We might see some tweaks to rules, but I highly doubt it. Okay. Yeah, I, I would be surprised. I'm going to go out on a limb and say I would be surprised if we even see a winter FAQ at all. I mean, yep. what, what are they? I mean, what, they're they're going to they're going to change or do what? I mean, they, they might do an FAQ update or something, you know, and consider it minor, you know, maybe an errata or something like that. But I don't know that there's going to be an official. I don't. Know, I'd be I wouldn't be surprised one bit if there just wasn't um, wasn't wasn't even one at all. I mean, 
I don't there's know. Just a, there's just not enough data. Yeah, I just I just think that you know what I mean. I also think the there there's a I don't want to sound like a negative Nancy here, but I think there's a big enthusiasm gap right now that's happening in the gaming world because you know look with we we, we talked about it the news Adepticon you know canceled and I think a lot of these tournaments that are just kind of mm-hmm. going by the way of the everything's in the what if you know category right and I, I don't think that's good for enthusiasm so I mean I, I think the last thing that I think GW would want to do if I was you know sitting on a board of directors or something like that I I know that if our product was kind of in the balance here of you know either doing well or not. Um, I don't know that I would I would put something out there that would negatively impact an army that has got low playability and low exposure mm-hmm. to somebody that wanted to get out in tournaments and can't do it. I, I just I, I I would be surprised if there was even uh, a winter FAQ at all. Personally, right. That's why I, I look at it. So yeah, I would not uh, have to actually take rend. All right. Wait a minute. What the hell is that? What's going on? <laughs> Now, it's time for that part of the show where we present the rules from hell. <laughs> yes, that's right, Grimdark Goons. It's time for the rules from hell, where we present the game rules from the past or present of the Warhammer worlds that just sucked. Here it is, gang. The Warhammer rules from hell. Let's face it, sometimes we, the players, are the hell to the rules. So listen up here, you short-pants little demons. We're pointing our fingers right back at you for getting the rules wrong and making these rules hell on the tabletop. Objectives. Once you gain control of an objective, it remains under your control until the enemy is able to gain control of it. The key thing to remember about objectives is that unless the battle plan itself has specific objective rules, you use the ones in the main rulebook. And people tend to forget that you can move off of those objectives and you still control them. This is something really important to remember in those battle plans where you can burn objectives to gain victory points. You can claim it, and then, even if you are on the other side of the board, you still control that objective and can burn it to gain the victory points once the enemy gets close. So this could definitely be a rule from hell. And now you know a rule from hell. <laughs> All right, let's get back to the show. Well, good stuff. Well, here it is, man. We're at the uh, the closing thoughts for the show, and you know what? I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do a random uh, little little roll here, man. So here it is, Randy, Sean. Sean, old time's sake, man. You want to do the closing thoughts? Sure. It's all you, buddy. Go. Nurgle loves you. So <laughs> just, and all you got to do is accept him. He'll accept you. You just got to accept him. <laughs> I should have expected that, folks. I really should have. I should have expected that from... Uh, from and if from, you're looking for more, you can join the Nurgle Witnesses. Their website is nurglewitnesses.com. We, we can definitely do that. You know, Sean, do you, do you want to just give somebody uh, uh, the, the first portion of how you became a Nurgle player? Let's close it out right there. The, the, first, the first couple of sentences, real quick. All right, I'll give a cliff notes. I couldn't decide if I wanted to go play Nurgle or... Uh, 
Corn and Warhammer Fantasy Eighth Edition. Okay. When it first came and out. you were I went to go take a dump. You... I went to go take a dump. I got I got out. Uh, a nurse practitioner said, Oh my god, this is the worst smell I've ever had ever when she tried to go in there. And I said, Okay, I'm playing Nurgle. And folks, for the, Thou for has the, been corrupted by the holy toilet of pestilence. Yes. For the full story of how Sean uh, adopted the Nurgle Army, please go back to the beginning of the show and, and have a listen. But that's it, folks. That is a long show. That is a wrap. And thank you all so much for uh, for being with us. And all the Grimdark Goons, and I'd like to thank our awesome returning guest, Sean. Dude, it's great to have you back with the show, man. Welcome back. Good to be here. Absolutely, man. And all of our listeners for another great show. And we look forward to having you back next time. We discuss all things related to dice, dragons, demons, and dwarves, and the Warhammer worlds. So please don't forget to join us next Thursday at 7.30. And also, please don't forget to uh, hit the like or subscribe button on the show if you haven't already done so. And follow our podcast. So until we meet again, remember, roll them dice, fun and fair, and don't be a short pants. Bye. Say goodbye, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs> From Dark Live, we'd like to thank you for slumming it through another show with us for all things dice, dragons, demons, and a dwarf in the Age of Sigmar worlds. We'll be back live next Thursday, so until then, remember, roll them dice fun and fair, and don't be a frickin' short pants. And if you missed the live show, you can catch us again right here on the next Grimdark Live podcast. Never fear, gang. There'll be more great content from Grimdark Live throughout the week with Monster Mondays, Table War Tuesdays, Warhammer Wednesdays, Grimdark Grudge Matches, and a ton more. So stay tuned and stay grim, all you dice-chuck-and-glue-sniffing gamer goons. You're all awesome. Looks like I picked the wrong week to stop sniffing glue. Remember, embrace the main message here from Grimdark Live, and that's a social contract we have between gamers and the commitment we have to each other and this community. We're only as good as our last game. Check us out at GrimdarkLive.com. Don't forget to give our channel a like or subscribe if you haven't already done so. So long, Grimdark Goons. Until next time, may the dice gods bless you and your sweaty palms. Bye. Short pants.